This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Ross with Longley Fertilia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. I uh, possibly Rosa Keller was saying he might, but he also may have just been joking. Uh, Derek said he might hop on if he's not still at work. We don't know who's who's coming. I saw the Derek showing up. I saw so. Derek possibly. Oh, we're going. Okay, we are cool. Um, uh, yeah, who knows? We're gonna. It's it's one of those like swinging it. Doors open. Yep. People want to hang out you know they can do so uh we were just discussing the popping of corn snakes and how apparently i've been not doing it wrong in like a bad way but doing it in a way that does not yield the same results that it does for jake (laughs) yeah i got kind of good at it after i was going through all mine but i got too good at it because i have 11 males None. They're all fine. I didn't break any of them. Did I break your corn snake? I don't know. We'll find out <laughs> in a couple of years when it's, What's kinked. Z-shaped tail. Oh, man. I've seen some people. So while we were in Florida, me and um, me and Preston got a group of Citrus County yellows from a guy. And um, he had all three of them in a bag together. And the male was like a bigger one this thing is like you know at least pushing two foot and um now yeah, probably less than that a little bit but it was bigger and like it's harder to sex bigger animals we're like which one's the male and he's like oh i think it's this one he grabs his big one and this dude just like it looked like he broke the freaking thing but outshot those hemi fiends sure enough i was like good god man so i don't know it's it's like a it's almost a pinch man it's a soft i mean it pinch. makes sense like if there's nothing to really like stop. So if you're on the like the body side of the vent, if there's nothing to really like reinforce the force coming from the tail end, then you're not gonna like nothing's. You know what I mean? Right. Nothing's gonna pop out. So. It's not like it, it's your roll. You are. It's not rolling it. You're pushing it, and then you're using your other thumb to like kind of keep it. Like a like a PS2 controller. Yeah, I guess not really, no? but okay. I don't know. It's weird. I just, I, I learned, I figured out how to do it from watching everybody else do these little tiny fucking colubrids. Yeah, well, I got bit, so thanks. <laughs> I just everted its hemipenes and it didn't bite me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is a female. And he popped it and out, shot two, two male bedanglers. Yep. So... But um, I don't know, man. Like my maybe that's why the ladies island corns you got for me were yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope the ones you gave me are females. Did you pop them? No, I didn't pop them because they were small when you gave them to me, and I didn't know what I was doing. Hmm. You motherfucker, man! I swear to God, if I have more ladies island males, you're taking them back. Okay. I don't need four males. You're gonna give me an older female too. I don't I, have an older female. I to demand give. it. I demand it. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Well, 
This is episode 197. Is it 97? At least that's what it says at the screen. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Episode 197 of the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Oh, <laughs> voices of voice of an angel. Uh, if you find yourself in the market for an awesome new cage in white or black PVC, if you find yourself in the market for a rack in white or black PVC, guess what? Black box can accommodate. Yeah. And guess what? Twicey. Order it and actually get it quickly. Yeah. Before your snake outgrows it. That's right. And before your child turns 10. That's right. And if your child already is 10, then before they turn 12. Yes. Yes. And on that note, we were talking about making a poll about it, which I hope we do at some point, but yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to go in third out there, you know, cause when we were down there, me and yeah, Justin just net. got, yeah, me and Justin just got an order and now uh, we we're spitting ball and ideas with uh, Jen and Clint out there about new, you know, rack designs and something that I've been trying to pitch to them for a while. There's two racks that me and Justin are like, these are what you need to do, but you know, they need to know that it's going to actually be in demand. So one rack that I, I personally really need, and I think other people would also make use from it, especially in the pine snake world, the Pituophis world, um, and like the blood Python realm, possibly even carpet Python people is an FB 90 rack. Um, if you don't know what an FB 90 rack is, look it up. It's basically two V70s next to each other, it big. if not even bigger, but it's a really good tub. It's made by Freedom Breeder. Um, like I said, it's almost a big square. It's almost as wide as it is long. Um, like I said, take the, take the length. Oh, my God. Take the length of a V70, put it side by side. That's basically <laughs> a basically a FB90. But. I really want v FB90s for Pituophis, um, you know, larger pine snakes. That is a perfect tub for them, especially if they're high strung. You know, you don't want to put them in an open front cage. Open front cages are great unless they're high strung. Then they Animals can be problematic. No, they won't die, but they can be problematic. A lot of people have problems with them. Um, so if that's something that you would use or something you would be interested in, please shoot me or Justin a message. And let us know because we really need feedback feedback on that because I really think, you know, it could be something. It's something the hobby is missing, in my opinion. Um, the only companies that sell that large of a tub are Freedom Breeder or ARS. They both have very large. And they cost about as much as a typical mortgage. Yes, does. they cost almost as much as my truck. Um, so Actually, more than a typical mortgage. Yes. I take that back. Um, but there isn't a PVC still in business currently that makes them um so i think it's something the hobby could definitely use so if you would be interested in that please let me or justin know and uh, that way we can pass the word along and maybe we can get the ball rolling on that then the other rack design we're talking about is something arboreal i recommended the sterilite 66 quart um for an arboreal tub it's pretty big um, I think it's two foot high, maybe about two foot, a little over two foot long. Um, maybe not two foot high. It might be like 18 high. I'm not sure, but it'd be a really good arboreal tub. Um, it's nice and big and wide and tall. So perfect for stuff like green tree pythons, grow out rat snakes, 
anything you want to add a little height to. Um, so again, also, if that's something you would want to use, definitely shoot us a message. Let us know. Uh, we need feedback on this, you know, for black box to actually put it into, into gear and actually get the, get the ball rolling on it. Um, so please let us know. Don't be shy. If it's something you would use either one of those, let us know. Those are the two kind of main topics. Um, they can't just make a single one for me and Justin because we want them. We want to know this is a product that other people would be interested in. So, I mean, frankly, you have more, more of a need for both those sizes currently than I do. If they did do the 66, it would be nice because then I could probably ditch that Cambro rack. Yeah, exactly. And make, I know a lot of Condro people. I think the 66 court would be a lot more popular because you can put you can put anything in there. Like I said, you can put chondros in there. They'd be great for carpets, um, great for chondros, great for, you know, if you want to give your rat snake some height, which I always like to do. So um, I think that could hit a lot of people. The FP90, not too sure. Um, that has more yeah. applications than I sort of initially thought after you and I had talked about it more. How do you mean? Just in terms of like stuff that that would work well with that. Oh yeah, that there's a ton tub. of there's a ton of stuff, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't get them because they're like, oh, it's so expensive. But you also have to think this is a stack of tubs that are huge. They you know, they're big. they're very big tubs, and they would be great for your larger larger more terrestrial stuff. You know, blood keepers love them. Um, people put boas in them, smaller boas. Um, people fit carpets in them at a you know decent size, and they'd be great for adult pine snakes. Um, that's mainly what I want them for. I wouldn't use them for anything else personally, um, but I would have a ton of those for you know pine snakes growing out. Um, so let us know um, if either of those would interest you, um, please, because I want to make it happen. And Black Box wants to please the community, so if this is something that everybody things they will use let us know see if we can make it happen uh but anyways in the meantime if you do end up getting something if you are at the checkout section in the discount code bar add the letters thn get 10 percent off your order save yourself a little bit of money yep uh every little bit counts you know shipping's expensive no matter where you go um but here's at least a little something you know off the top I think even if it does cost a little more, uh, in general, if you're not having to wait for it forever, then I think that's kind of worth paying a, a little bit more of a premium yeah. for. But with Black Box, I don't think you are. Like, truly, it's just... Right. We've looked at the other prices and truly compared things to see. It's <laughs> Black Box is actually... Uh, very, very cheaper. competitive. It, cheaper, if not at the same as, as a lot of other companies. So. Yes. And with the code THN, that almost covers your shipping, depending on how much you get, you know, because a lot of... What's that? Depending on the side of the... Like the side right. Of the depending on what you get, you know, and how much you spend, because, you know, shipping doesn't change a lot, depending on if you get a certain amount of things versus one thing. Um, so at the very least, it'll probably cut your shipping in half, um, if not almost free so definitely worth it to use that code shipping's crazy yep everywhere and then after you're done checking out black box go check out our good buddy steve with steve snakesuary and steve snakesuary's hot sauce you will not be disappointed with his product 
hot sauce is very good we have tried them all uh we need to get another round and uh, do another video of them uh, but if you like hot sauce you like conservation you support our uh first responders steve's the way to go man he's a, right. he's a really good guy doing public education uh rehabilitation uh what are all the fancy words you public say? outreach all that good stuff yeah. man he's he's taking in uh a band like not necessarily abandoned pet reptiles but maybe surrendered is a better word i don't know how he I think it's a combination of a, a multitude of outlets yeah. that he ends up getting some of these animals and um he gets some of them and they come in in really rough shape and he gets them on the mend and has them looking great yeah and, you know finds new homes for him so. yep he also catches snakes locally for snakes in people's houses and yards and relocations also. relocation yep so yeah. definitely check him out he's doing a lot of great stuff if you're listening to this, then I'm going to go ahead and probably say you're a regular listener. If not, and this is your first show that you're that you're listening of ours, then welcome. welcome. Uh, but for THN listeners only, to where if you're hearing this or you're watching this, you want some shirts or something from fullvisapparel.com. Also, use the code THN at checkout. There's a special discount just for THN listeners all the time like i'm not taking it down it's there again code thn i want to say it's 15 percent off your order uh and then if you see us at daytona i will be having some business i got some business cards coming that have a nrbe special code on them that i will not mention Ooh. that will give you 20 percent off boom, boom. but i only made i think 500 of them only 500 my plan is to have them all gone. That's right. So if you see the bearded Sasquatch walking around, grab just trying to get card. the word out. I may even hand some to y'all and be like, give these to people. Um, I'll start Frisbee on that. That's right. The vendors. I want one of those like money shooting machines. Just <laughs> put them in there. You get a share. You get a yeah, share. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets a share. Just trying to get it out there. Um, I've been fortunate to have a couple of very popular, like, hurt photographer guys um, sort of help me out in, like, a, I guess, an influencer capacity. You know, I send them some stuff and nice. say, hey, if you like it, you know, post something. Uh, one of those, I just sent his stuff out yesterday, and then the other one, he got his stuff uh, probably two or three weeks ago, and that uh, that helped a lot as far as like getting it out there and stuff. Nice. So Very it's cool because cool these guys are doing really neat stuff. Um, I'm I'm pretty proud in the fact that Fulvius Apparel does not support dickheads. Um, <laughs> like straight up, if someone buys and I know they're a free handler, I'm going to refund your money and say sorry. You ain't wearing my stuff, man. While you're that's right tickling a king cobra's balls. <laughs> not happening. No. Nope. That uh that's crap. I don't I ain't down with it. But if you're taking a King Cobra's balls safely with a camera, then it's then okay. Sure. I don't know. It's uh I don't know. At some point it may not be feasible to be able to keep track of, of all of that and know who's who, but to the best of my ability, yeah. if there's someone that I know is a regular douchebag with a camera on YouTube. 
and I'm not down with it, then I have the the right to refuse. No shirt. Right for of refusal. You. Have you done that yet? No. Okay. No. Fortunately, not. Yeah. Yeah, man, Justin's coming up with some awesome stuff. Um, got some decals that I'll have on the website. Hey. Soon. Got that cricket, son. That's right. Finally, okay, man. Let me tell you the saga of this this damn cricket. Uh, the last two or three nights, I've been ready to take that thing and throw it in the ditch behind my house. <laughs> I've been getting so frustrated because I finally figured out what the main issue was. At first, I thought maybe like. Something was wrong and it just wasn't cutting right because it wouldn't cut the vinyl all the way through so that when I go to peel off the extra vinyl, a lot of like the dots on eyes and like periods and text would come with it. And it's usually a very tiny piece and it's super frustrating. Yeah. Because like as soon as you ball that vinyl up, you ain't getting it back. Like it's 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 there forever. Like it's not happening. You're not yeah. getting it. So I finally figured out that some of the files I was using were like a lower resolution. So you have like pixels per inch or like DPI, like dots per inch, pixels per inch. And a lot of these were like 192, maybe 72 PPI, which isn't a lot. You want like 300 is like sort of the magic for number. what you're doing for like what most stuff is needed for like printing shirts and stuff digitally and whatnot. 300 PPI is fine. Like that's cool. So I finally figured out today, if I up those file sizes to that 300 PPI, 350 maybe even, it it guess it gives the sort of the brain of the machine or most printing machinery like it sees more of the edges and things if that makes sense, and so yeah. therefore it's easier. It cuts it smoother. Like the corners on text are more round, like they should be. Because uh, some of the stuff I noticed, and this is kind of a sign that I thought maybe it was a resolution thing, was like I'd print out some stuff last night, and it's a smooth edge text. Like it's not a blocky text or anything, but I'd noticed some of the edges were not smooth. And so I was like, I see this when I print the, the vellums to get screens done for screen printing. If it's a low resolution, it just seems to miss some of the detail in in edges and corners and things and sort of like hobnobs them and looks makes them look kind of weird so yeah played with it today and uh it's light years better so cool man i think i finally got it figured out now it's just a matter of adjusting some arts to where like there's these small tiny details that i can i can afford to like get rid of because with vinyl and stuff like those cricket machines are basically like mini cncs more or less it has a little blade and you tell it where to cut right. on this you know this mat and it does its thing and uh some of that detail it, it does fine but when you get into like the really really tiny stuff it's so small that it it really doesn't even matter at a point so hmm. i just don't man it's like i come home and i'm in a rush to to get stuff caught up and done and then i have to sit there and spend more time figuring out the damn the damn machine and it's just i haven't had enough time like even on the days off i've just been so freaking slammed that i haven't like if i had a solid day to just sit and like really fine tune something to where i get it exactly where i want it and i can just print a bunch of them and then just work on like cleaning them up and then 
putting on the transfer tape and then cutting them up and getting them ready and then inventory and then put them on the website and just move on with my life. End of the what's up, Luke? Hi, guys. Look who it is. That is it. Hey. Joe. Yeah, see, you're not. I can't do this with both, and I can do it with one. That'll work better. Get the computers out of your ears. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I need to find a pair of cans that'll actually go over both ears, and I haven't found the ones I want. I have yet. to do, yeah, I have to do over ear. I can't do like on ear. So you have the kind that like sit on, literally just sit on your ear, and then you have the kind like these that go over your ear. I got to do the overs. Like I can't. The ones that just sit there, I feel like at any point they could just pop off. I don't understand how your sound quality is any good with the wireless, man. I tried to do a, I did somebody else's podcast with a wireless set of headphones. I went back and listened to it and I was so quiet and I was like, Oh my God, that was a terrible yeah, idea. I just got lucky with this. The only time it hasn't worked is the time when, uh, when Chris had his fan going and you could barely hear it. And then later on it's like, Oh fucking cool. It's every time I'm talking. <laughs> But yeah, this this tends to work out all right. His setup is is odd because like when he talks, it cuts out the background noise. Like he's almost got like a noise gate kind of thing on his setup. Like his mm-hmm. by default, his iPad or whatever it is he uses. So when he stops talking, the sound of that fan in the background like ramps up. But as soon as he starts talking, like there's a proximity thing to where his his iPad or whatever hears that and says, "Okay, deaden anything below this many," you know decibels or hertz or whatever and then you hear him right. more clearly and you don't hear that because um, uh, yeah there's sometimes where like it's definitely way more noticeable and there's times where i'm like it's like it's not even there but there's yeah. nothing's changed you know it's 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 odd i don't know yeah yeah it reminds me i used to have a pair of um a pair of overs that i wore at the range and they had a mic on them so you could still hear your buddies talking but anytime it yeah. was supposed to completely kill the decibel level when somebody fired a shot or something like that yeah yeah and they worked really well for about three months and then everything just went to shit. <laughs> it's not working yeah i've always like i've been curious about those i've never actually used them because i'm cheap and i just right. have i i have plenty over the head you know because that's all i use for shooting is i use just over the head you know ear protection mm-hmm. Cause I hate shit being like in my ear. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I've always been curious about those cause, but I always figured like they're probably good for a while, but then they probably right. go to shit. Yeah. I prefer but, just regular overs seem to work better. Although yeah. finding them to not crush your ears into your glasses. <laughs> that's always fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's another one. My dad wears glasses too. And he's got the, he's got the same problem. Anytime he gets on shooting, there's this line across his, freaking head because mm-hmm. he's like you he, he's bald on top with the beard right here with the glasses mm-hmm. my dad he might I, be <laughs> i don't know man i don't think i can handle the cold as well as he could if he's was it minnesota like no he was raised in no. wisconsin same thing no it's not it's all, i will fight point, you i will fight you it's all canada doesn't no matter. one's got cheese one's got a cooler named basketball team i don't know no one of them has the greatest football team ever in existence. The 49ers haven't moved yet. No. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, one, count the rings, but that's all right. Yeah, I mean. He's got the freaking infinity gauntlet on his hand. Too. I don't care. We're the oldest football team in history. So It's easy to say that when you were the first football team in history. Exactly. It's the point. 
when you're the first we're the one oldest the party, franchise, like, oh, we're the oldest franchise in the NFL. You will put some respect on that name. I don't oh. know enough about I wish football. Teddy Roosevelt did. I don't actually watch football. I just really like poking fun at other people's teams. Just to get a little irritated. Tom yeah, Brady is a god among men, <laughs> and I think is that that's every, the the Patriots guy. That's the yeah. Was the, the is, is there guy. any other? He is the Patriot. He is the Patriot. He should run for president. <laughs> he would get so One many votes just work. on the basis that it is Tom Brady. <sighs> Honestly, it would probably work. I've seen a hell of a lot worse. I can see it. But, Smitty, do you have any updates to share? Because I do. Uh, Dude, Uh, some of these Castagna, het Castagna Motley Corns started shedding. And mother of God. So here's (laughs) Joe was there for this in the Cornstars group chat. I was like sending some pictures of at least two of them that had shed so far. And I was like, man, I don't know if it's just me and like a confirmation bias or if I'm just completely full of shit and drinking my own Kool-Aid. But I was like, these look different from a normal, <laughs> no, like a normal, normal. Like, I don't know. Like legitimately, I'm usually pretty good about, about when I'm trying to drink my own Kool-Aid, like smacking it into my own face and being yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Cause I don't I don't know, but <laughs> I'll be right back. My kid just waved at me about pizza. Oh. <laughs> Hope it was like Papa John's or something. Yeah. Poppy Juan's. Poppy Juan's. Uh like these things I don't know. They seem to be more saturated. They seem to they just They're dark. They look a little they just look different from some of the other like Especially the the F one Ladies Island stuff, like they're very clearly different. Well, the F one Ladies Island expect. stuff is special, but I don't know. Like again, these were these are just normals in terms of phenotype. Like there's no pattern mutations going on. You know, there there are hets going on, and that's what makes me wonder if it's the hets that are causing this sort of like tweaking and i don't know they need they're gonna need more sheds to really kind of know what's going on but again it's like i don't know if i'm if i'm wanting something to be there that isn't or if it has is actually like something i mean they they do look different man i just saw that one that you know i proved you wrong on the sex with and um it looks really good and it doesn't look like your average normal to me it looked really dark like there's a lot of black, you know, at least at this stage. Obviously, that's going to change substan- change substantially, you know, in the in the future. But like I was impressed with them when they came out of the egg because no, yeah, they the orange great. they had coming out of the egg was really saturated, and they were already coming out, sort of dulled out, like they're going into a shed cycle. So I was like, these will be really interesting when they when they get those first sheds, and like, I'm so far these things keep shedding, and I keep looking at the entire clutch, going, all of you are staying with me. <laughs> Alias. Yeah. That's cool, man. Because there's even some like washing out on the saddles themselves. I don't know if you even saw that with that one that you were looking at. Yeah. Like towards the where the saddle comes over and onto like the sides of the body, there's like a weird small section that's like getting washed out a little bit. And I don't know if that's gonna end up being anything anything different or if I don't know, man, again, like 
this stuff happens and I feel like a complete idiot because I'm like sending pictures to, to the group and, you know, Westmoreland's in there and Jeff Bong's in there and, you know, all of you guys, Rosa and, and Nash and stuff. And I'm like, these are these are these different. These look different. Everyone's like, <laughs> they no, look dude. different. No, man. They, You're an they idiot. might They're not be, but things. I don't know. Dude, they look different. They're so much more saturated on that. At least the first third of their bodies. Their heads, which is like, like Castagna thing. That's why I'm like trying to figure out yeah. like, is the head Castagna like doing that? Because you know, Kasiki and them were like, well, you know, Castagna's it doesn't really pop up for the first couple sheds, which true, but maybe there's I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out for Caramel. I love a bunch of my I hatched out it, the so it's a fire to pewter pairing, they're both diffused. I assume they're both masked. I know one of them is for sure. All of my babies should be blood reds or diffused, whatever. Some of them, the whole side is just, it looks like somebody took an eraser to it and just rubbed off all the pattern all the way down the body. Hmm. And then some of them just look completely normal. I'm like, what the fuck are you now? They're all masked for sure. Blank yeah. belly, they've got the cool head, but... Yeah, that, that yeah. whole... I, I feel you there because that whole clutch for me was supposed to be just normals and some tesseras and <laughs> and then you got a bunch why, of and I love it. Don't know what is that's going why on. wild types are where it's at, baby. The more I look at that that pied blood red male though, the more I do think he he probably is a visual hypo. Because he is much more of an orange-ish, and rather he's not like a deeper red or any. I I, I need to get some outdoor pictures of him when the lighting's decent. It's been kind of overcast right. the last couple of days, which is when I should have done it because that's like the perfect lighting. Um, get some better pictures of that and send it to the to the group and see what what Eric and them think. Because that would be to me, they all look hypo. They like, definitely right. ain't they, normal. They're not normal. For I can sure, tell you that. In order for them to all be hypo, that would require dad to be visual hypo. So I need to probably investigate that a little more. But I don't know. I mean, he saw I mean, one of the the hypos, and those things are looking good too, man. Do you have a het hypo anywhere in your collection? Somewhere, yeah. That would be the best pairing to do when you have an adult female head have an adult but i know but heads. when you when you do if you can't you know if you can wait that long pair it to a head hypo and see if you know roughly 50 percent come out hypo and then you would get your get your answer yeah, but then i gotta produce an entire clutch of snakes just to find out that yep it's hypo all right like they're corn snakes they are they're, but i'm also they sell I'm like also hotcakes. not into into producing a whole clutch of snakes just to find out if something has hypo in or well you uh, can't have your cake and eat it too smitty okay have you seen me i don't of course i can't <laughs> you definitely anarchy. eat your cake see you gonna judge rosa for that hmm? i'm not judging anybody hmm? for it i'm just saying like <laughs> to me it seems like a lot of work just to to produce an entire batch of snakes just to be like yeah I mean, it's how, but that's how you answer questions. People do if that all the time. Something a little more confusing to where I'm like not entirely so that, sure but if there's more going if, on. Then maybe I would. Okay, then my argument to saying like, oh, you know, like you could. That's how people <laughs> prove out. The, <laughs> that's how you prove out heads, man. Like if you have a possible head, you pair it to that. something just to see. But I think the difference is with this. There's no is difference. I don't entirely know. 
what is going on. So therefore, that's how, to produce that's more of that seems kind of like a not great idea because then I have a bunch of snakes that I can't fully identify what the morphs are in them. And now I got to throw those out into the ether because I can't sit on 50 freaking unknown babies. Well, you see what I'm coming batch. from? Yeah, wholesale them. Wholesale them. I'm not against wholesaling either. I'm just it's, saying. It's not. For something as simple as, as hypo, it just seems like. But seems like that, a lot could change, that could change a lot of things. If he's hypo, that could change up your pairings for him. Unless you, if you just don't care, then, you know, then don't. I care. Like, stop okay, complaining. So like, That's all I have to say. I'm at about 20% on the, on the caring factor there, on the caring scale. <laughs> They are really, they're up. really good looking snakes. So I don't, these babies are freaking smoking. I like the, the normals more than the tessers. You would be better them. out to verify for sure if all the babies are hypo. If you can verify all the babies are hypo, then that pretty much answers your question. How do I do that then, Jake? I'm not a corn snake guy. Talk to corn snake people and say, hey, is this a hypo? Bah. If only it were that easy. I know. I see. Here's I'm I prefer to point. try and like dig as deep throughout the Google machine as I can before I go and actually. Oh, because like, Google people. is definitely gonna have all your answers because Google's always right. What oh, I in that entire you guys? If I can't think of it, what what entire <laughs> what in that in that sentence did made you think that was what I said about Google? I thought you said you were gonna do your googling before. You may I'm saying I try to do my own research and look into it myself before I go and uh, ask 20 people about it. Well, yeah, I'm and not then saying look like an idiot people. and waste people's time. See, what we do is bring Sarah onto Cornstars again and like, just hey. have anonymous pictures. Like, hey, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, we is? saw this <laughs> what is on the this? forums. What is this? I saw this group of like you 14 posted that snakes. on the other day on your own Facebook page. Like, oh, did I? No, I didn't. That That's not. I shared it. I <laughs> you don't follow it. me. It's fine. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. I'm still trying to figure out. It like is het caramel visual because my babies look weird. I thought it I was. It I hope so. I'm saying if I'm it's pretty a, sure it if is. it's a visual het, then I would call that incomplete dominant. Well, yeah. Then it would be an incomplete. Who am I? Who am it's I? It's called codom. Okay. Okay. I still say Kodal just because it's less complete <laughs> than incomplete dominant. Why don't we call him Incom? Incadom. Incadom. <laughs> Incadom. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, like I know Kodom isn't politically correct, but I'm just like Kodom is easy. So I'm like Incom. It's like Macklets all over again. Don't start the Macklets <laughs> thing. I will assault you. Yeah, right show. through his papayan sword. And oh, I, I fell on that sword, <laughs> and I I said I was wrong. That's the difference here, is I said I was wrong because somebody corrected me. So what's fucked about that is when I started listening to you guys, was then, and I knew fuck all about Moralia. Guess who thought papayan pythons were real? Yeah, thanks you for see? that. You see, your words... <laughs> cause actual harm in this world jake look i admitted that i was wrong you're the one who knew i was wrong the whole time and didn't say anything okay that's the part so that anything, never who's the bad funny. friend i this, this no it's even not a dead funny horse anymore I, it's a skeleton left that we just keep hitting with yeah the golf i know and oh. the macklets thing at least i corrected you as soon as you said it 
the second oh you said God. it, I was like, you're wrong. Again. It's not a dialect thing. You don't have an accent. Welcome to couples counseling. You have oh, an if I if you THB. have an accent, then I have an accent. Do you not know you have an accent? I don't have an accent. Do we have accents, Rosa? Depends on how heated it gets. Oh, but every once out. in a while. Oh, it comes out. It's fucking hilarious. Wait, what kind of accent and who are you referring to? Okay, so Smitty still just got a little bit of just like south, but somehow not deep south. I don't know how Virginia can sound more south <laughs> than you, but it does. And then Bratz, every once in a while, it's you've got that sort of Midwest, <laughs> but then the South comes in at the same time and they don't cancel each other out. And it's not bad. Yeah. But it's somehow like, how the fuck does that turn into my accent in California, but also still a little bit of like, you're going to make me a hot dish and I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're a confusing bunch. All in all, Smitty's an idiot, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just where we land on that. Fucking zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> just go get some Macklets at Daytona. Fucking golly. So, next Fulvia shirt can just be just a fucking blob of a papaya. No words, yeah. no nothing. No, It'll underneath it needs, to say, it needs to say Macklets underneath it. It's the blob papaya, and then it's a maclets with papaya a pie and maclets. Yes. As far as updates go, that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It's oh, not though. It's oh, not though. Wait. Got that first brood oh, from those more. those Carolina Devil Scorpions. Woke up oh, the other morning. Yeah. Saw the saw one of them chilling on the on the outside <laughs> of the cork park, and I was like. That looks like a bunch of babies on her back. And I opened, like, I looked into the tub and I was like, sure enough, big old fat brood. Bros, I saw you scream. He showed me before we started the show and uh, he opened it and I looked at it and I said, that's disgusting. He did. He's like, that's <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's because what the, like, I know what to do with the big one. I can keep that off of me, but all the little ones. Yeah. It's they like just, when you crush a spider and all of all the babies just. It's not. That's only with wolf spiders. Ooh, do they carry their babies on their back too? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. terrible. I was cleaning out a bunch They're of spiders really in my moms. garage the other day and I broke a nest and all of them just spread. I was like, oh my a god. A nest? Yeah. You have a nest of copperheads in your backyard? Too? No, it was an egg sack and all whatever. I don't know spiders, but all I know is I broke open one of the things and a bunch of babies were like yeah. <laughs> definitely not a spider guy. I respect them, but I don't enjoy them. I mean, I got we got a spider guy, be a spider man. Oh, I'll do that. I'll swing all day. But uh, (laughs) we found whatever our native tarantula is. I still can't remember what it's called because it's in Latin. Some species uh, of a fauna palma, I'm pretty sure. A fauna huda? Yeah, it's. I think everybody that I talked to was just like, oh, it's a California black scorpion, or not scorpion, a tarantula. But again, common names and tarantulas, who fucking knows. But we found it on the road, just cruising, male looking around, and it was amazing. I held up traffic on some random back road for a little bit. My partner parked on one side, and I got out so I could hang out and kind of shuffle them across the street. And that's the only one I've ever seen. Nice. But it was awesome. Nice. Oh, you were doing updates? 
I purchased my first Tessera. Oh. Yeah. From Chris. <laughs> of course. Because he threw up that, that pewter Tessera the other day. Yeah. And I sat there and fought with myself over it. And then it was on Morph Market. I'm like, motherfucker, somebody's going to buy it before I can. I can't have it. And so I've got that coming. And then I told I him. I can't have just, it. Nobody will. Yeah. And then the rest of it's just like, here's how many slots I've got. Fuck me up. Let's go. Like, don't even tell me what you're sending me. <laughs> oh, I hope you get some some of his artwork. If I don't, I'm going to be <laughs> so sad. God, that Dude, artwork. I have two of them I, I on my it. fridge. I have them taped in my closet. Mine are on my fridge the for the world to see. Yeah, I'm, it's going to go great. up in the dresser. I can't just hang it up in the room because the kid you comes can in there, but, frame it. Yeah. Big whoop. Oh, I'm framing it. I'm just gonna. I have doors on the dresser, and so it's gonna go in. So when I get ready in the morning, there it is. I'll just like I won't have a picture of my family or like an inspirational quote. I'm just gonna have whatever Chris sends me, and it's gonna be amazing. Jake has one of a dick riding skateboard. The other one's Bona Lisa. <laughs> I've got one that's uh, a dick is a Sasquatch, like walking through the woods. Oh my god, it's great. He's very Beautiful. talented. He like it's very good. He must do them really fast because it's very good artwork. Kind of, I like, yeah, it's, like the detail. It's incredibly it. impressive. What I sent him a package, December whatever it was, and I tried to draw one for him. Apparently, I can't draw any of that. I'm awful at it. It's like one of the easiest shapes to draw. Yeah. We've been, been drawing those shapes forever, Rosa. Come on. You'd think I'd be better. I think it's because I just, he's so good at it. I was trying, I was shooting too high. <laughs> I should have kept it simple. Dude, have you seen Bona Lisa? <laughs> Dude, I have to, I have to send you a picture, man. It doesn't it's, stop being funny when you say There it. should be an entire Instagram account artwork. dedicated to the art of paint shab. It is artwork, and I, it makes I want me, a collected edition. It makes me so happy. I love it. If yes, a banana man. taped to a to a wall can can go for millions of dollars, surely one of these fine masterpieces can. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I think. I think Bona Lisa is the best one yet. I'm not. That one was lie. really good. That one was just gold, just gold. Didn't he? Someone got one of one jumping on a trampoline. That might have been me. I don't know. I know Clay. <laughs> I know Clayborn got a good one. Dude, it's amazing. Like you open that box, and the first thing you see ain't the snakes. It's a big old eight and a half by eleven piece of paper yeah, with some sure sort the... of phallic. The, image on it the people who like in our group that buy from him now mostly want one just to get a picture yes yeah. it's great not that you don't produce it's, amazing snakes chris you do but your picture is just it's just the icing on the cake it's just, it's just the, the icing man i sit there and, i sit there and laugh at the picture for five minutes before i even look at the snake see if anything is alive the lady yeah. at uh at my hub she always <laughs> asks she knows what that box is and so there's got to be someone else in my area that's receiving animals but she always asks what is it and when i got smitty's i told her it was something amazing and i just left but she wants <laughs> to see what's in there usually and i'm not opening this box in front of her it's not gonna happen that's Maybe going even better if you to open it up again it's snakes and it's literally just one of these oh, drawings yeah. inside the box Dude, no picture. you need to open it right in front of her and say oh my god wrong box and close it and run away <laughs> I used to sneak things, well, not sneak. I used to deliberately place things into my bags before getting on a plane. Nice. So that if I did get randomly searched, because this is the least degenerate I've ever looked. 
And so randomly searched happened a lot when I was a teenager. <laughs> and so, you know, something about the, where's my other hand about that long and purple usually made TSA immediately stop, close the bag. Have a nice day. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Move along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I had a, one time I was going through, I was flying to Texas and um, my bag went through the, the, uh, the thing. Machine. And um, he grabs my bag and pulls it aside. He's like, you come over here. And I was like, yeah. He goes, he opens up my bag. He's like, you got anything in here? And he's like poking through. I'm like, no, not at all. He, he goes in there. He pulls out a knife that I had in the bag and kind of looks at me. And I was Eesh. like, oh, my God, dude, I'm sorry. That's my hunting bag. Like, I forgot that was in there, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, it's all right. Do you want to run it out to your car? I was like, no, it's like a $20 knife, dude. Just yeah, that's the toughest. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not. I when we went to South Texas, dude, I uh went through like three airports with a torch in my bag, like a cigar lighter what? and a whole packet of razor blades. Not even realizing they were in that bag. On your carry-on? Yep. And no one wow. said a word. And I was like wow. This is Patriot Act. We're safe. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. I was yeah, like, oh, I oh. Do that. I was like, okay. No. Uh, completely forgot these were in here. I had to fight with someone about bringing cupcakes home from Seattle once. I don't know how you. That's amazing. <laughs> you got razor blades in the cupcakes. That's right. <laughs> Could be hiding weapons of mass destruction in that's those right. cupcakes. Yeah. Plutonium cupcakes. Yeah. Um, but that's what was the with the tessera. Was it intentional that you hadn't gotten tessera yet? I didn't like it before. Oh, like, okay. um, Tessera wild type. It's something. It's the side pattern bugs me for some reason. Like I love a washed out pattern or I like a really distinct pattern. And most of the Tesseras that I've seen just haven't done it for me. It's not, it's not that I dislike them. It's just one of those, like that doesn't need to come here. It's very, very, very particular about it. Yeah, and then this one I saw, it was just like, shit, it's already pretty washed out. It's also diffused. I love pewter anything. And that it's so dark, and I'm really interested to see what the stripes do. I've got the two pewter girls that, you know, their projects are going to split off at some point. So do you, have anything, do you have anything motley in your collection to plug it to? See, uh, okay, so I've got the weirdos from Carol Huddleston at oh, Low yeah. Belly. Mm-hmm. That's and so nice. that I've got a pair of those and you know, at some point I'm going to pair them to each other. And, but then, you know, the next year I'll be able to theoretically, I don't know how the female is going to go, but I can pair them to something else. The male can go to a pewter. And then that pewter that I'm getting from Chris, the Tessera is also a male. He can go to her and I, that'll do hets, but Dude. You know, it'll still come up with something. I'll get Tessera Het Motley. Dude, Tessera Motley's create such an insane stripe. It blows my mind how that works. Like, mm -hmm. does it make any sense to me? But the stripes that I see from the, that those pairings are just fucking insane. They come out awesome. really nice. Yeah. Well, I got a mail. You want it? Hmm? Take more corn snakes, Jake. Who, me? Yeah, you. I don't want it. Are you kidding me? You need more. You don't have enough I don't, rat snakes. I have oh, I have plenty rat snakes. 
I have don't need, don't need a bunch four. I have four don't need, don't corn snakes from Ladies Too Island. Be in any Do you have them from both years so far? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep, I have two males from twenty one and two female females. Macomb females. Because Smitty can't pop, apparently. Yeah, apparently I can't. And uh, that, but yeah, two females from last year. Just found out that I've been doing it wrong, and apparently I'm supposed to fold the back at the vent like a freaking yeah, origami. You don't, you don't bird. fold it. You just give a little pinch. That's not... It's a little pinch. That's it. I don't know. I ran through this clutch day before yesterday, maybe the day before that. Some, I'm going to go through and do them all again because I don't trust myself, but one of the males straight up made a pop sound. Oh, like, God. It popped out, and it was audible. Yeah. Oh. I hadn't had that happen before. It was distinct. Well, before and Jake so leaves tonight, I'm going to do some, and he will, will, I'm going to get it right. We'll go through it, buddy. Yeah. But as far as updates for me... Because we Let's didn't talk about it. That you. I haven't talked about myself in the last two episodes. Okay. Jesus. Sorry, I have things happening too. Time. Well, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, so I had my wide oak cl uh, clutch hatch. Those are fucking awesome. They look really, really good. Uh, most of them have eaten already, but I had some pinky problems. I ordered. Small pinkies are supposed to be a day old, and they're just as big as my large pinkies. Because so you didn't get from Smith Farms. I just asked Smith Farms if he had any, and he said Out no. Of stock. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so some pinkies were a little too big, and unfortunately I had two of them regurge, which is never good. Um, but then I think fo only four of them did not eat for me, um, so I'm letting them sit and chill for a while. Well, not a while. I'm going to feed them tomorrow or Dude. Saturday. You cut yes, the pinkies. Every single one. Okay. Are you happy? Yep, I'm proud. Yeah. Probably not gonna do it with the really small ones because they're tiny. That's the ones you need to be doing it with. They're so small. And that was messy, dude. The snakes or the pinkies. It How was deep are you cutting? Messy. You're not supposed to go that far, man. I don't know. I was just using a razor blade and just take your finger and, and just enough. To where you're like just barely breaking the skin. I don't know. I was chopping those suckers. Man. Yeah. Because on no. a couple of them, they were so big. I was trying to squeeze some <laughs> juice out of them to make them smaller. It was nasty. It was horrible. Okay. That's actually a good idea. I like that. Right? Thank you. Here, have a little skin bag. Well, they were too big. Eat up. Let me I squeeze didn't all have the anything else to do. So you can have this giant condom of a meal. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I did. And a lot of them, most of them ate the bigger pinkies okay. There was a massive freaking lump in them. But I will say I saw the cutting in action because it the lump was gone like the next day. It was, it actually kind of blew my mind. I checked on them the next day and there was almost no lump in them. And I was like, well, damn. So I've actually had kind of a, a I realized that and this is this will be interesting to find out because I'm only feeding these babies every Saturday. I'm wondering, like, because normally we would feed them because I had the same thing when I fed those hypos that first meal. Within like two days, the lump was completely gone. It was like yeah. they didn't even eat, and those were like decent sized meals because it's a baby corn, it's a brand new baby. You know, they're tiny. And so then I'm like, 
well, crap, like maybe by the time I weigh them again, they'll like have absorbed so much of that meal that like they're not even going to really make a gain. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think they would make much of a gain from one meal as it is. No, you for know, sure. But I'm like, saying consistently, if they're only getting fed once a week instead of once every like four days, like you would feed those babies more frequently, or most people do. I don't know. We're gonna we're I, gonna find I'm out. Not. We'll see. I, I'm still gonna stay on the once a week thing. I don't see the point, and because it's not gonna all it's gonna do is make them grow faster, and I don't really care about that as long as they're eating. I'm kind of especially for don't problem. You know, feeders, if you're a breeder, you're supposed to feed every three yeah, days. Right? But I'm of the stance with problem feeders. I don't like offering food if they refuse. I'm not offering three days later. I'm waiting another week. You know, I'm of the let them get hungry and they'll figure it the hell out. You know, and if they don't, then they don't. And we'll go from there. You know, if they don't eat then after a certain amount of time, then it's like, yeah, okay, you might have to take extra steps. But the first few tries, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. You know, that's just, that's just me. Um, so I let the ones that didn't eat last week, I let them sit for another week and I'm going to try them again tomorrow or Saturday and see what happens. Um, but yeah, other than that, the white Oak clutch hatch, they're looking great. Got them all set When's up. The second clutch supposed to hatch the yellows. You got a double clutch from the white Oak, right? Yes. That's still another month out. Yeah. The yellow yeah. should be hatching soon. All right. Yes. Uh, no, I probably have close to two months on the, not quite two months, but about a month and a half on the other white Oak clutch. The yellows tomorrow is 60 days. Okay. Um, so we'll see. They Roughly should be hatching. Week or so. Yeah. Maybe less. The white Oak clutch hatched at like 64, 65, okay. I think. Um, so who knows, um, they're hatching. And then last night I got a double clutch from that yellow. <laughs> so yeah, but that one? so that one was nine total five were slugs, four were good. But the unfortunate thing is I think she held an egg. Um, okay. but it's really high up. It's not like stuck at her cloaca mm -hmm. where I thought egg binding would happen. It is almost halfway up her body. Um, so I'm not really sure what to do. I'm probably going to soak her this weekend. <clears throat> and um, I thought it was a mess. I thought something else was going on with it. But I messaged Chris and Chris um, because they're my go-to people for anything. And um, they both were like, yeah, it's probably an egg. Um, so it's really high up, though. So I'm going to try and kind of massage it down a little bit um, over the weekend, give her a soak and I'm going to try and let her pass it on her own. She looks really good after the second clutch. Um, she looks really healthy. She kept on weight really well. Um, so, yeah, I got four more good eggs. They all, the four had veins. They look great. So, four more Pasco County yellows will be coming on top of the 16 that are about to hatch any day now. To be overrun. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at a lot, a lot of. I How's mean, the I, female white oak looking? Great, she's eating fine. Yeah, I've been keeping her light as far as mm -hmm. food because I don't want her to cycle again. Um, so I gave her a really small meal after like a week to ten days after she laid. I gave her another really small meal about ten days after that, and then last feeding, I gave her a. Um, and just a regular smaller adult mouse 
And then this week I'm probably going to do the same thing, a smaller adult, and then she'll be back on to, you know, the large or the extra larger jumbo mice. Yeah, um, I'm on day 77 with this first paired clutch. I don't Jesus. know what's going on. I'm hoping that me moving him over into that bigger box didn't screw him up. I'm sure not. They're rat snakes. Were you so. just doing those ambient in the room? So they were in the incubator, and then as we get closer to time for them to start pipping, I was like, let me go ahead and move them into something a little bigger because they were getting so big that the shallower box I had them in, they were, there was like two eggs that were practically touching the lid. Okay. Like right where all the condensation was. So I was like, let me go ahead and move them over. And that was like two weeks ago. And I don't know. I did These all, I did, massive, I did all mine in my room, just ambient. But my room ranges from, I try to keep it around 77 to 80, kind of do a night drop, let it raise up during the day. Yesterday I walked in and it was like 82. And I think that's why the white oaks hatched a little before 70. They hatched around 65. Um, I prefer cooler temperatures. You know, it sucks waiting 70 plus days, but I prefer, I like bigger babies. And these white oak babies, they actually came out pretty robust. You know, there's a couple, it was funny. So like I, you see a lot, I saw a little, a lot of different sized eggs. Some of the eggs were really, really tiny and therefore the babies came out pretty small. Mm-hmm. And um, those are unfortunately the ones that are kind of iffy on eating right now, but the ones that came out of the really big eggs that are really big they they took off tongs. I had my, the first one, first white Oak I fed looked at a pinky for two seconds off the, from the tongs and took it just, just like that. So that was awesome. I had, the majority of that ate actually ate off of tongs. There was three or four that drop fed, and then the majority ate off tongs, and then four of them did not eat at all. Um, so I had one we'll holdout see. from that hypo clutch, and I tried live, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna offer it something again this week, and if this is the second week that it refuses, and I have to take it out of the like the group average yeah. and, and things like that. Like I'll still record its weight and stuff just out of curiosity to see what it looks like over time as everything else sort of takes off. But I tried live. I tried braining. I tried all this stuff. That thing yeah. was like, nah, not into it. I'm good. Let it get hungry, man. Next week I start running through bag of tricks. I took, I got four out of 10 to eat this time. And then, yeah, we'll start with, everything next week just get them to eat because only one of the ones that i'm considering is a holdback eight everything else is already like just get out i've got wholesale or people that want them and have you tried are you gonna try washed pinkies i actually i usually save washed for later um oh really i'll do boiled first just out of oh no i'm sorry i do brained first and then i'll go to boiled um washed i'll do i actually just tried washed last year for the first time and then i've also got a couple leftover you know i've bred cresties for a while so sometimes things just don't make it all the way out of the egg yeah and they're in the freezer waiting so yeah. i'll do you know i'll try and scent with those they honestly might have been in there for too long they might just be all freezer burned and who knows but it's never too long man yeah, let them I'll, let them thaw. If it's freezer burn, all you need is the juice off there, roll around in there a little bit, right? Freezer yeah, I might. Bad. It might also be, uh, you know, buy a cheap blender and make some gecko juice. But 
Yeah. I'm not worried about it yet. It was just one feed trial, so it's still one thing like, that you can try. My buddy had good success with it. And um I know people that do it with, you know, you know, locality rat snakes that I work with. Um, but have you ever tried like hand feeding? You know, you know what I mean when I say that? Like hold it and get it pissed off and to get it? Not necessarily. You can. I've had that's a buddy of mine this year. He kind of held it behind the head and got it to strike and then immediately dropped it. Right. And that helped. But I've heard some people, they actually hold the snake in one hand and mm -hmm. kind of tease feed until they strike it and then try and get them to hold on to it. And the reason right. for the, the whole hand thing is they can't get away from it. Like they're, they don't right. flee from it, you know, so they're more out to, you know, say fuck you and strike. And then yeah. possibly hold on to it when that when they commit to that strike. So right. it's a it's an option to try. I know it's worked for um so for some obsolete rat snakes. Usually um, braining so. is enough for, for most yeah. of the stuff I've tried. Like that was sort mm -hmm. of like pretty enticing, but I yeah. always forget about washing. Yeah, that's just from listening to Kluber and Klubroid, that's Matt's like that's what he does for a yeah. first meal. He washes the pinky and he just puts them so in a cup, strange, drop strange. a Dawn soap and just kind of shake it around, you know. And uh, oh, that's, that's better. That's so dumb. That makes me feel silly. I was washing the fuckers. <laughs> like, no, individually, just, <laughs> just thaw them out in a deli cup with a lid. Put a drop of dish, Dawn dish soap in there and just shake it. Yeah, that's way easier. Yeah. And you can do a bunch all at once. Yeah. So that Dawn is it's an appetizing smell, man. Yeah, man. Anytime I smell it, I want to eat it. But you got to do the blonde don't, or the, the blue Dawn dish soap, not the green apple. Don't make them oh, smell like apple. Or the cherry blossom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably going to be my next go-to if I still have refuses, but we'll see. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it right now. But the only problem with that clutch is if I sex them all properly, it is a sausage fest. Mm. A complete sausage fest. As in 11, no shit, you got washed out. 11 males and three females. If I sex correctly, which I'm which, pretty sure I did. If you did by what I just saw earlier. Yeah. If 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 yeah. they weren't boys before, they are now because <laughs> it's like pieces of their spine coming out of their coaga. Yeah. No, they um I'm pretty sure I did everything Real right. Boner. And I had very obvious maybe I was because like females can evert very small like scent glands you know there'll be like little red dots but you know with males it's very obvious you know um uh, but <clears throat> so i may have mistaken small little scent glands for hemi beans i don't know so i'm gonna go back through them because i really hope i don't have 11 freaking males if that's the case i really hope the next clutch has a lot more females because mm -hmm. uh that's no bueno so joe you want some gray rat snakes if I when whenever we move and I actually get my full room, fuck yeah, I'm gonna expand species. Right now, I'm oh, yeah. probably getting. There's at least one more species coming. Nice. And I try and real hard not to think about the uh, the rhinos for a little bit. <laughs> so I need to make a little bit more room for them. And then uh, one of my buddies that I hang out with at the shows, she breeds Sonoran gophers. And she's got this albino that I've been hanging out with this particular snake for a couple of years. Whenever I go to shows, she's got it. And somehow, I don't know how it hasn't sold. 
and I felt like an idiot for leaving it there last time. And even my kid, I've got a 10-year-old daughter that just basically shaking her head like, you should have bought that fucking snake. Yeah. And I told her, well, it's going in your room. Do you know how gross gophers are? She's like, I don't care. One gopher won't be bad. She's when you also have... got the majority of the corns in her room. <laughs> so... Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Man, that that's that is a slippery slope though, man. You get one pit, it's they're they're addicting. They're well, and that's the problem. It's albino, and I think it's also het it's pit so exanthic. Yeah, I don't know exanthic. morphs for pits at all, but um there there's and, exanthic, yeah. Yeah, so then that means I need a pair. Pits are fun, man. There I really, really love mine. I think I'm pretty much tapped out on them because my room stinks. Um, but I, I love them so much, man. You know, they my I have a big so I have I have a pair of I don't know if they would be considered Sonorans um, or not, but I have a pair of fork line gopher snakes. They would be Sonorans, actually. I have a pair of fork line gophers. I don't know if you know about the fork line. I don't thing. I know well, so little about pits other than I've got Pacific gophers here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. These are basically from Brewster County and like the fork line kind of works like a morph. It kind of doesn't, it's really weird. There's like a low expression, a high expression, super and all that. I have normals, um, but they can produce low expressions. They're really cool. The female is the spawn of Satan. She's olive pushing six feet long. She is a absolutely horrible animal and she shits bigger than my dog shits. Oh, nice. So it's your dog is little disgusting. Yeah, I know he is little, but it still says something. As she leaves a pile for me and it is gross. But yeah, I, I love her. I don't have a dedicated room right now. So it's either living room, kitchen or the kids room. And I'm pretty sure as, as the grossness level goes up, the more I get in trouble for it. And I just don't oh, yeah. deal with it. Kitchen's oh, yeah. easy. It's a Euromastix. That thing's not gross at all. But everywhere else, like there's some, some of these animals are fucking disgusting. Yeah, I have, dude. I have snakes kind of everywhere right now. I have pretty, I pretty, I have my snake room. I have a whole room for snakes to a spare bedroom, and then I have two separate quarantine spaces right now because I had some stuff that was captive bred. Then some a bunch of wild caught, not a bunch. I got four wild caught animals, and I was like, ah, I don't really want to quarantine these together. So I made a kitchen quarantine. Right. And yeah, I talked to my girlfriend, and I was like, Hey, what do you? Because I like the kitchen better personally. I was like, What do you think of making this corner in the kitchen the new quarantine space? And she paused. She looked at me. I was like, Oh God, I'm about to get slapped. She's like, Does that mean no more snakes in the bedroom? And I was like, Yes exactly what that means no more oh. snakes in the bedroom and she's like fuck yeah you can have the kitchen i was like yes so worked out nicely so new quarantine yeah. is going to be the kitchen once everything clears out of there Third. and uh yeah i got a big old rack in there now just for quarantine stuff and some heat pads and ready to rock and roll, and roll. yep so yeah. not a lot of bedroom animals i was told that we could get a panther chameleon for the bedroom but none of us actually want one <laughs> and uh and that's yeah that's it quarantine's in the kitchen everything else can just wait until there's more space yep i, I really know. like carpet chameleons those i don't even cool. know what that is those are freaking cool i've never seen one a carpet chameleon 
Yeah, Google it. I wanted dwarfs for a little while, just tiny. They're little cool, ones. man. Those are really cool. But the the first time I saw those, that guy actually sold me my first crested gecko in like two thousand one or two, somewhere around there. And um, luckily, I didn't get the chameleons because I didn't um... know what I was doing for more exotic species back then. But chameleons are not for me. So yeah. I had I have seen the carpet chameleons before. I didn't realize they were called that. Mm -hmm. I just they're small. My thing with chameleons, man, like I almost when I was younger. So when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to keep snakes, but I was like, whatever lizard I can get, you know. And I had leopard geckos. I had a beardy. You know, I was looking at getting a chameleon. I almost did. Thank God I didn't. Um, but my thing with chameleons now is like they just don't they don't live that long. Just yeah. like it makes me sad, so it's just I don't like I don't I don't want that. I get attached to things too easily. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm just done with lizards altogether. I tried it again. I really tried it with those cave geckos, and um, they were good. They were fun, but they didn't jive in my room very well. And yeah, I just. I realized I still hate bugs. I hate dealing with bugs. I hate mm -hmm. dealing with things with legs. And I'm like, all right, I tried it, and it's still not for me. So that's why I don't do bamboo rats, man. Like I wish I could, but it's just my room's too too warm, it's too hot. You know, bamboo. Someone like bamboo rats would do great, like in my house, because right. my yeah, they do awesome. My girlfriend bamboo. keeps the house cold like all the time. I have to beg her to turn it up to 76 or 77 when we're not home. But because my electric bill is going through the Maniac. fucking roof, it's going this through house the stays at 72. Dude, your electric bill is probably insane, dude. That's why I'm working. Yeah, Good. I can't. I can't. No, I I, I, I refuse no. to be sweating while I'm sleeping, man. No, why? See, that's the thing. I don't mind it being turned down. We turn it down to seventy three at night when we go to bed. But that's my new rule. During the day, it's seventy six or seventy seven because I ain't fucking. That's out of it. still too hot. You get that shit down to like 64, 62 degrees Dude, to go to get sleep. Out of here, Rosa wants his AC unit to get freeze out of here. See, I, and that's I'm in California. We don't know what the fuck AC is. Like if there we don't ain't have icicles <laughs> forming on the on the vents and stuff. Rosa don't want it. No man, because no, I, I do. You have to wake up early for work, Rosa. Yeah, five thirty. Okay, at the well, latest. That's my thing. Is I don't like waking up in the freezing fucking cold. I, I've done that. I'll give you that. I've done that way too many times. But I've been I thought in. You were I've been from Wisconsin. I was born. Ever. I was born in Wisconsin. I was not raised there. Okay, <laughs> there's a big difference. So you can't claim it then. Yeah, I do claim it. I do claim it. You I was gotta born ride there. or die, man. I you're am either, ride or die. You're either in or you're not. Listen here, there, bud. We're gonna. We'll fight about it. But. No. If you have a child and don't name it Bobby, it's gonna be a sin. Want to be Bobby. Canadians? Bobby. Hater Bob. No, yeah, I just I can't do it, man. Sounds amazing. My so I I lived in a house that the heat wasn't working for a period. That sounds amazing. And it was winter. It was the year it snowed here. And yeah, I woke up and luckily I had a heater in my room because I had snakes. So I had a space here to point it out the rack and it kept it like 70 something. So that was fine. And it was like 50 something degrees in my main house and it was horrible that it was absolutely no it was not great it was terrible you just wear a hoodie man yeah yeah 
Not when it's 50, man, inside your house. That's wrong. 50 is when it starts getting good. Outside? Not inside? No. I'll leave that to y'all, man. When it snows over there, is it immediately just like it's the fucking apocalypse for everyone? Yeah. Yeah, the entire town shuts down. Which is surprising because we have so many transplants from up north. You would think they know what to do. But yeah, yeah, man, it's like we get if we get snow, it's a laughable amount. It's it's the last time we got snow, it was like the most snow we'd seen in a long, like long time. And we got like three or four inches. All right. And it was like it was the apocalypse. I work for the county and I didn't go to work. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was the first one back to work because I did have to go to work to go unfreeze the steps to the the admin building and stuff. But that because that's the problem here is we get a lot of freezes once it gets cold because it's so wet here all the time. Okay. Then things get very, very slippery. Things ice way before it snows because it's wet here a lot. That's what she said. You wouldn't know nothing about that. Um, Yeah. That's the last time it snowed here. It snowed on the beach. People lost their fucking minds. And granted, <laughs> it looked really cool. We're like a beachy surf town. We've got the boardwalk yeah. and all this. Okay, cool. But yeah. by the time I heard about it, it was already fucking melted. I didn't. Yeah. Like an hour later. It's, I've seen snow here three or four times. And two of those three or four times actually stuck. One, I was the first time it really stuck. I was like, 12 or 13 maybe and it stuck and that was like two three inches and the last time was 2017 i believe 2018 and it that was the biggest snow we'd had in a very long time so that was cool yeah you guys do you just get rain all the time so you get to like it feels like it it's been raining here a lot lately yeah sucks we need to go road cruising more man we get a season and it's we around that season frogs no problem any other animal that i try to find all my spots got washed away this year because we got like a crazy amount of flooding and water and everything so the frog spot's still there but they did a bunch of construction right at that little river and so it's basically fucked for this year yeah, all of my snake sucks, spots, man. most of my salamander spots, like some of them I can't get to because there's not actually a road anymore. Oh god! And then some of them just washed away. And there's a couple really good herpers around here, but everybody's really secret about their spots because there's just too many shitty college college kids that'll just ruin the spot. Yeah. Yep. It's not even like collectors; it's people just leave things trashed. Yeah. So I have to go through and either find or rediscover a bunch of spots. My mom's got spots at her house. None of the animals are ever there when I'm looking. <laughs> got like gophers and works, man. And stuff. Yeah, she can find them no problem. And then I go, I can get, she's got, um, there's fence lizards all over the place. Scaloporus something. I don't know which ones ours are. And um, she's got like little structures and stuff throughout her garden. So they have a place to go when she's mowing the lawn or like <laughs> nice. doing yard work and stuff. Yeah, and so there's a pretty good community of them there, but I, yeah, I can't find any of her snakes. I haven't found a snake there in probably 15 years. She finds them all the time. Luckily, my spots are like granted. I have to drive kind of a while to get to any of them. Every spot I have is a minimum 30 minute drive, if not 40, 45. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, they can be. It really depends on the time of year. Right now, nothing's productive because it's so freaking hot. It's been ridiculously hot lately. But with all the rain, the other night, me and Smitty had a decent night at Hunt Club. Obviously, we didn't find what we wanted to find, but we found some snakes and a chupacabra, um, whatever that was, running through the woods. Yeah, we don't know what it was. I still think it was an armadillo, but I think it was an albino. It was whatever it was. It was white and mysterious, and we have no idea. It was white. You just reminded me of one of my favorite herping times ever. We go down to uh, to hang out with Travis Johnson and his family. So oh, living nice. legless. Yeah, yeah, I know. Travis. And it was before they moved to Tennessee. And I think it was me, my partner, my kid went down, and we were there. I think the day before everyone else was supposed to show up for Travis's birthday, it was going to be Carpet Fest 2020, but then everything went to shit and got shut down. So we didn't have it even secretly because that would have been wrong then. And we totally had it. Um, so we showed up, we all went out to dinner and then we went to this place that Travis and his kids had found the biggest gopher snakes I've ever seen in my fucking life. They look like bull snakes. That's awesome. Huge. And so we went to this place hoping, you know, maybe lightning strike twice, or at least we'll find something. If not, we just have a cool walk around with friends. Me and Travis and his brother kind of get separated from the rest of the group. And we're getting eye shine from something that's following us. Like, <laughs> all right, it's California. You know, we've got mountain lions. We've got other shit. Like, luckily, you know, me and Travis are big dudes. His brother's a pretty big dude. I'm not that worried. But the other group, is our wives and kids and our kids are not big (laughs) my kid was like six or seven at the time and she's little like fuck all right we'll catch up to him a little bit and it's like 20 minutes half an hour and every time we shine the light it's just far enough we can't see what it is but we're getting the eye shine and it keeps coming we finally get back to the fucking trailhead and it's a fucking stray house cat just following (laughs) us looking to hang out Nice. Didn't find any snakes. Yeah, we got haunted by a cat. I'm just sitting there like, don't let this be some weird fucking prairie ghost. I don't want to deal with that shit. (laughs) When we were out there, because we saw this, like I said, I think it was an armadillo. Maybe I was looking at it wrong, but this thing was like pitch white. I mean, as white as my face looks in this light right here. Like it was pitch white and it was but it was walking like an armadillo you know they do this little scurry i don't know then we found a garter snake right there that was cool and then like later on in the night so like we were in hunt club and hunt club is middle of nowhere like it's nothing but woods, especially when you get back on the roads and um i just while we were going down i was just shining the light in the woods just to see if you know if, if anything was in the woods Smitty's like, dude, quit, quit fucking around, man. You're going to see the lady in black standing there looking at you. And I was oh, like, dude, that, dude, he goes, I would shit my pants immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. Dude. That's I, do, ghosts are fucking terrifying because what if they're real? You can't nah. punch them. Nah. There's, there's nothing you can do about it. I say I'm not scared, but at the same time, I don't go out there by myself just because I don't, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, he tells me after we get out there that that's pretty much the only reason he brought me with him. No, it wasn't. He didn't want to be alone. You've been wanting to go, so I invited you. But yeah, I didn't want to go by myself because I don't want to. I just road cruising by yourself isn't as fun. Okay. I don't know. I kind of like it. 
Yeah, when you're driving around rural ladies are populated ladies island. It's not that populated. I've driven around Ladies Island by myself too. I've driven around Donnelly by myself. I've driven around my areas by myself. I don't really want to go to Hunt Club Did by myself. Did you get in the car with that guy and say, man, what do you want to get put on? Dude. I was driving home once. <laughs> I hate you. With every bone in my body. Yes. We were, I was driving home somewhere between midnight and 2 a.m. I don't know what it was, but I had been designated driver for everybody, got everybody home after the bars, and then I was on my way home. And I lived half an hour out of the main town, just kind of up a coastal road. Pitch black, no street lights, because it's just coastal yeah. California highway. And middle of the fucking two-lane highway, random naked old dude. What? Nope. And it's just one of those, like, fuck that, home. <laughs> Go home, yeah. There was nothing... Don't because know what's happening no here, but could... I'm not stopping to find out. Yeah. No, nothing. No good could come of that. Like maybe yeah. I could have rescued that dude, or he could have been a trap. I yeah, don't want to get yeah. eaten. Fuck that. You keep driving. You keep driving, my guy. I don't want to get eaten. So this, like, the I didn't. Nothing bad happened in this story, thank God. But probably one of the most nervous I've been driving is so I. This was this was the week I got bit by the Atrox out in Texas. It's a bad week. I got. I was going, I was going home. I lived in Georgetown, South Carolina for school and I flew into Charleston and I had to go back for school. Like I got home on a Saturday or Sunday. I had school like the next day or the day after. I don't remember. Um, but is this, I had my, this is right after you got bit. Yeah, this is, I got off the plane. I'm in, I'm in a sling. My left arm does not work at all. And I had to go home. My mom's like, why don't you just come to the house? Blah, blah. I'm like, my, it's, just as long of a drive i have school i'm not missing school for this like i'm right. gonna have to drive either way like i'm doing this so normally so from charleston to georgetown it's about an hour and a half drive normally whenever i drove from charleston to georgetown it would take me main highway no problems whatsoever but for whatever fucking reason this time my gps took me through the middle of the francis marion national forest and there is nothing when i say nothing i mean nothing out there but mm -hmm. trees forest and the blair witch no yeah <laughs> nobody lives out there so i'm driving at the time it was my mom's minivan because my jeep was broke down driving my mom's minivan with one arm like literally just sitting on me my hemi was in the shop all the way yeah all the way through the for like an hour through the Francis Marion National Forest. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, if my tire blows, deer runs out, like I don't have good service. The only reason my GPS is working because I started it at the airport. Like if something happens out here, I'm fucked. Like, Just out there all fucked up trying to heal from your bite. Yeah, dude. Like my arm was incapacitated. I couldn't nothing. You couldn't put that much pressure on my hand without it feeling like razor blades like going into my hand it was horrible and i'm like i can't change a tire right now like that's not gonna happen like in no way shape or form and i'm like it was horrible luckily nothing happened and i made it home but yeah i was terrified i was thinking about that on on my way home from work specifically your bite and i know the the aftermath of it was trash how yeah. was the actual like the initial strike how bad was that like any other snake bite Okay, I was just curious about it because no, the other the the actual bite didn't 
hurt. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a massive. I'm sure if it was, you know, a five foot Aatrox, it would have sucked a lot more. But I mean, it, this thing was probably about three foot. Okay. And I think it was more so I don't really remember, to be honest. I remember the actual bite didn't hurt. It was like any other snake bite. But I think the shock of it happening was kind of took all of that away. And it right. really realized what had happened. The moral of the story is it ain't no fun. No, it was not. I just remember looking at my thumb and seeing two perfect pinpricks and there was venom dripping out of one of them. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yes. Immediate, like, well, fuck. There goes every <laughs> amount of money that I've ever had. Yeah. No, insurance was actually really good to me. That was very surprising. So I actually remember you saying they knocked a shit ton off when. Oh yeah. We owed... I listened to that episode like three times, just like check rock stacks before you climb, fucker. Oh, dude, it it was bad. It was bad. But yeah, we only owed like two grand out of pocket. No shit. That's pretty fucking yeah. good. About a two hundred. I owed more than that when I got a fucking colonoscopy. So nice work. Yeah. No, I don't know how that happened. Um, but yeah, about a two hundred thousand dollar bill turned to out to about two, two, three grand. That's fucking so. cool. Now I was a broke college kid, so I didn't pay for it. Pow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Smitty, yeah, do you still have fun. your um your monitors? I do. I meant to ask you about that earlier today and got distracted at work. Yeah, I. Uh... Things are so cool. I do. Um, I'm those may end up getting moved just with all the everything that's you know going on and wanting to sort of hasn't sold. Um, yeah, really? Uh, I don't know yet. I haven't really decided. Mm. Are they just, just not taking that like piece of your heart in with them? No, I like them. Again, it's it's just it's another matter of. I have too much and I need more space, mm-hmm. you know, to accommodate what I currently have. And those take up a pretty decent chunk of it. So, yeah, I don't know. But realistically, yeah. I mean, that cage is just going to be just going to put a snake in there. I mean, if I got rid of them, I'd probably end up they go with the cage. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Because then I, I the other sort of hurdle with that is then having to like get all the dirt out and like really clean it yeah and then it's got the bulb fixtures and stuff that i don't really use for for snakes and i don't yeah, know. I guess if you sold it locally you could sell them set yeah. up too yeah. if you did it but i don't know i haven't really decided yet i know like olsen was talking about sort of having some interest in monitors and i was like hey you know you... i put the bug in his ear but you could do Marv like that, man. I'm so much easier I, to focus in on some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. I'm having that same problem. Like the the crested geckos, the amount of cresties that are still here takes oh takes so much of my focus away yeah. from having time to deal with the snakes and really focus in on you know keeping three or four separate sets of parameters for certain things and right i'm trying to kind of zero in on having a more broad scope that more things can fit in right and i mean i don't have to like do heat lamps and shit for the crested geckos their their temperature is basically my temperature but like not having to deal with 
eight planted tanks plus mm -hmm. a bunch of babies and other random stuff when I could be focusing on, you know, a, like, here's all my corn projects and yeah. this carpet python that I want a bigger cage for and all this yeah. like, places. I want to move my Euromastics into a different place and put it in a forefoot, things like that. Mm -hmm. Man, I tell you, that's like, you know, because there was a period where I only had carpets, specifically poplin carpets. And like I really enjoyed having that focus, but at the same time, it's like it was just poplin carpets. Yes, they can look very different, but they they're still a bunch of poplin carpets. Ever since I've kind of made the transition to you know rat snakes, it's been I've really enjoyed it because it's centralized, but it's also not like they're all they're all different. You know, they all look different. They all have their own personalities, and I tell you, I really really enjoyed being a lot more centralized it's like all the stuff has essentially the same care even the picture you know they're in the same temperatures yeah. and all that but it's all the same but it's all very different still in the same aspect and it's really i really enjoy what i'm doing right now with with all of them it's it's yeah it's fun not having a ton of different species i mean for me it's like looking at what i have because a lot of my stuff is still pretty small at least on the corn front and like remembering that there's going to be a point where those are going to need bigger spaces and mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna i want to get more of the uh v70s like i'm gonna have to at least with the stuff that i'm planning on holding on to um and so it's a combination of of really needing to to really go through here in the next week or so and sort of look at what is non-essential and figure out what i want to do and what what the next move is just because like the the issue you know especially when you're producing stuff and you're having multiple clutches and you're you're wanting to hold stuff back because it's a particular project um and wanting to hold back more than just like a pair of something you know yeah i definitely try to be good at at looking downrange as far as i can in terms of like okay in the next two years i'm probably going to need this uh, you know, need 70s. I'm going to need some other stuff. And like just trying to be cognizant of that now right. rather than when the time comes and I've got adult corns and it's like I don't have anything to put them in that, that works and, and should be what they need. Um, well, Justin, so it's tough. It's, just an idea for that if, you know, you get in a pinch and you need 70s. They have, so you know, the 110 core hefties that I use. Mm -hmm. They make like a 42, 46 version. It's just as long, but it's shorter. Mm -hmm. It's basically a V70. So yeah. push comes to shove, you could have a stack of those on top of your V70 rack, you know, to kind of mm -hmm. house some bigger stuff without having to need a V70 right away, at least right away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's definitely sort it's of hard, learning your, like knowing your limits. Yeah. And it, to me, it seems like, over the years, I have to learn that limit. Like there yeah. is a sweet spot, I think, for everybody. And for sure, I periodically have a tendency of getting stuff over a handful of years and then being like, this is too much and then scaling back. And then I just start over again. You know, the, the lesson repeats as as needed <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. And it sucks because I'm at a point with a lot of the stuff I have now where it's like I have a plan for for things somewhere, you know, down the line, like you know the the pair of uh, the nice pair of of amel corns I have from Kasiki. You know the female I'll probably hold on to. The male I don't really have any really pressing 
plans for. Um, I've got that candy cane Tessera male that I love and I don't want to get rid of him and I want to get candy cane stuff eventually. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, when is that going to happen? Cause that then requires me to get more animals. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's frustrating. I think the, 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 well, it's, the problem is it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's your room. It's my room. My room's too damn small. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where the issue lies. Dude, it's funny. I was tell I was Ty was in the snake room because I I set up those black box cages the other day and brought Ty in there because he he doesn't keep snakes but he really enjoys looking at my stuff and he, you know we've been friends for you know fourteen years so he's kind of seen my progression in the hobby so anytime we do something new I'm like Ty come on, come look at this you know and he appreciates it and. So I was going through showing him stuff and I was like, yeah, I'm going to redo the whole room. I was telling him what I was going to do. And he's like, man, you know, your room's just, it's getting smaller, man. And I was like, dude, you should see Justin's. He was like, he was like, is it smaller than yours? I was like, bro. I was like, his room stops about here. Smaller and there's more snakes. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, his stops about here on mine and he has more snakes than I do. And he looked at me. He's like, are you fucking serious? I was like, yeah yeah and he was like how the fuck does that even happen i was like I, I, chris paint that's how work. it happens damn it. yeah yeah combination but, of smitty's tall and paint shoves generous I yes. have, yeah he's crispy like i'm sending you stuff i'm like okay dude every I time i go in I your, get rid of. every you time i go in your room i'm like good god there's a lot of snakes in here yeah it's a lot frankly it's uh i haven't been on top of things in there as as well as i have been in the past just with everything like it's been hectic lately you know and anyone who who has anything to say about that it's like okay your life isn't static it's not in a vacuum where things stay the same all the time like it's gonna there's gonna be ebbs and flows of things you know like work gets crazy things outside of work get crazy you're balancing families you're balancing second gigs you're balancing all this other stuff yeah sometimes you go through periods where you're just not on your A game, and I am currently in one of those periods, but I know but that it's, it's not going to last forever. It's in moderation, though. You know, it's like your animals aren't suffering. Yeah. You know, a few extra days goes without changing a water bowl. You go ten days instead of seven or eight without feeding. It's it's not the end of the world. You know, it's all yeah, in, it's all in moderation. It, but that, I mean, that is part of like looking at it and being like, okay, yeah, I can I can. There's some stuff that I really don't have to have. Yeah. You know, like the Dion's, yeah. that's kind of on the list of stuff that I'm. Would I rather have Dion's or would I rather have space for corns that need to be upgraded? You know, like none of the chondros, none of the rhinos, none of that stuff's going anywhere. It's pretty much corns and then the Dion's. The bimaculata, I don't know because like the female, she's had this weird mass for a while now. And I don't know if oh, it's geez. a stuck egg or what. It hasn't affected her at all, it hasn't moved at all. Um, she still eats fine and like is completely healthy otherwise, but it's like I can't, I don't want to send her to somebody. Not might be, be like, worth, oh, yeah, a, here's a lump. You might want to check this out. Might be worth a vet visit yeah, just to see yeah. what's going on with it. Get it x rayed or something. Yeah. Cause I, I did like thinking it was a, you know, a stuck egg or something. I'm just trying to sort of palpate it some and move it. And I don't know, it ain't moving. So that makes me wonder if it's something more, uh, more than. It's not an egg, but it's something else. But yeah. it could be an abscess for all I know. Yeah. Need to need to investigate. Everybody comes to that point, man, where you kind of just gotta 
evaluate well, that's that's everything the funny know? thing is like every time I, I have to do this it's never because i'm not interested in what i'm having to get rid of it's like i'm having to choose between calculated projects and like just having stuff yeah mm-hmm. you know, the brettles were in that group the ackies are in that group you know it's like i do like the ackies i've enjoyed having them but it's also like that's that's a decent chunk of space. Like if I had that cage out of there, I wouldn't. I would have more vertical space to have like the Rhino Cube, some of the Bio Gs, some of the other stuff, sort of just you know compacted a little bit. And then you know that Cambro rack. I know I've talked about that a lot. Like that thing takes up a lot of real yeah. estate. And it's like if I could get rid of that, that would probably make life a lot easier because I there's there's literally like an entire what'd you say like a foot at least width between that camera rack and the wall that I cannot use. And that thing goes back probably four feet. So I've got like that deep. It's got like a one by four section of my room that I'm not even using because nothing fits there. I can't get it. It doesn't work like the dimensions of it. And I've this, that closet is part of the problem too. And I've tried to talk Katie and let me just get rid of that closet altogether because that's, I mean, that's probably a solid like 15% of the real estate in that room is yeah. that closet. And it's become just a catch all for a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have a closet though, man. Like so. it's, I got, I need one. Luckily mine is kind of takes up Take mine. an entire wall and I have two doors for it. So I have a rack that covers one of the doors. I can still access it and go back if I need to. Um, yeah, it's. It's just a combination of things. It's a combination of yeah. non-essentials. It's a combination of the room. It's, you know, efficiency of that room. When you said non-essentials, I think that's actually a really good way of looking at it. There's some things that are like, I mean, when I think of like myself, you guys, a few other people, there's a few species or things that I think of like brats, especially now it's, I still always think of mud snakes with you. Mud snakes? Not mud snakes. Not mud snakes. Water snakes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Sorry, I got I got switched up. Um, Same thing. <laughs> and then popcorn pythons and rat snakes. For some yeah. reason, especially yellow rats, and I don't even know if you keep yellows. I can't remember off the top of my so head. So many yellows. Yeah, I have more yellows and than anything freak. else. I have more right. yellow localities than anything else in my collection. Yeah. And then Smitty, it's always chondros, rhinos and corns like that's just my automatic in my head and i'm not trying to project like focus on those i'm not going to tell you what fucking projects to keep but when you think of like when i think of what's essential to me to keep and what isn't like there's a few things like i've got some amel corns in there that i just have like i like them but they can go to someone else i'm not going to worry about it right but every time my partner brings up like do we still want to keep the Euromastics? I'm like, that fucker is never leaving. Like, yeah, yeah. I've wanted one of those Don't my entire life. It. Yeah. And like, right. that's there. These corns that I'm working on, like the Ladies Island corns, and then a few of the projects that I've been trying to get to since I was a kid, those are essential. But then you figure, like, there's other fringe things that come yeah. in. Like, I mean, I've got a couple ball pythons that if they're not here tomorrow, like I'm totally fine with that. They're like a weird fringe thing. Right. They're not an essential piece. So if you look at your collection and you think, here's what is essential. Yeah. At some point in like your physical and mental health 
parts of viewing things like these non-essential things there's sometimes when like you gotta go to someone who needs you more right now mm-hmm. it's not even who's gonna take better care because i don't think that there's a point where people like you two people like me you know certain like in this group um just because it's a burden doesn't mean your care suffers that much you're still right. going to give them the best that you can but it's not the same like they can go to somebody else and it's better for you because now you get to refocus and like double down on all these other projects yeah get that and it's not like you're the way that you were describing it you're not shedding a bunch of stuff and then going back to the exact same place you're shedding a bunch of stuff realigning yourself and you're better and then you're shedding some stuff and you're better so you're still progressing you're just doing it whittling it down yeah yeah it's a step back two steps forward it's yeah it's definitely reining the focus in you know when i think non-essentials i think mostly like corn projects in particular that it's like am i really gonna pursue this or would i rather pursue more castagna stuff mm-hmm. you know so like i have that that amel buff mail that that cox sent me that was produced by phelan and then i have that just absolutely psychopath of a female amel that me and chris aren't even fully sure what's going on with and i plan to have that them together for as a pair like down the road but that is one of those pairs where it's like okay if i'm downsizing like am i really gonna pursue this like is this something i'm really interested in pairing in the next two years and it's like there's nothing about it that really jumps out anywhere i'm like yeah i'm really excited about that it's like would i rather have that space freed up for holdbacks that i have currently from clutches like like that's where it boils down to, and that's again, it's like I'm, there's someone out there I'm sure who's like all about some email buffs, uh, and me just not really being as much into like the orange stuff, you know, minus Sunkiss. Like I love Sunkiss, but there's just a couple of just again fringe stuff like here and there that it's like I don't know if I'm really gonna pursue that like that project and. You know, like that that high white female amel that I have from Kasiki. Like I love that snake. I don't plan on getting rid of her. The male, he's not he's not really essential. Like I don't I don't have anything in particular that I'd I'd pair him to. Uh, but that's a slot in the 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 XR sixteen rack that I could totally have something from last year in, you know, and it'd be good to go. Like there's just there's just a handful of like single things here and there that are just like i don't yeah i'd rather have that space dedicated to something that i'm like really pursuing like i said castagna stuff in particular um you know i definitely would hold on to some of these hypos uh because that's both that those clutches so the the ghost tessera to that pie blood male uh and then you know that ladies on female to the castagna motley like those were very intentional pairings. The Pied Blood Red one in particular, because I, I want to carry on those genes from that male and not having the female, like this is kind of the way I have to do that. So I want to hold on to a decent handful of those animals for down the road. And then with the Castagna stuff, you know, obviously that's a morph I'm very much invested in. And so it's like, to me, it's more important to hold on to, like find some holdbacks from this clutch, raise those up tie those in down the line like you know it's just picking 
it's it's picking stuff that that you're much more invested in both on yeah, an emotional and, level and like you know you're passionate about it like it's something you're 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 in you know you're yeah and that's the biggest thing is like just kind of figuring out you know whether it be by species or by morph you know it's you got to figure out what what's going to excite you the most moving forward and be the best use of your time essentially you know like me obviously i got super into these yellow rats and i think that's that's my niche you know is locality yellows and even though i still love my carpets i sold a bunch of them you know i've got a couple more going out and at the end of the day when everything's gone i'm gonna have four four popping carpets all together but it's a project that i don't want to let go of you know mm -hmm. i really like that group so i'm gonna focus on that group until i have the space to do what i really want to do with those you know and then put a lot more focus on the yellow rat stuff you know because that's really where that's what really gets me excited right now, you know, and I think that's it's going to stay like that. You know, these are really just lit my lit everything up for me, man. You know, I really enjoy them. And, you know, it's it's kind of where I'm going to put all of pretty much all of my focus. You know, there's going to be a couple more localities mm -hmm. or grays to get, but I'm almost done with stuff, you know, to where I'm happy with like, OK, like I'm good here and just enjoy what you got, man. Do you no, think you can actually settle at that point? I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm genuinely no. curious. Like I'm trying to be insulting. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, like I, I'm at the point. Settler. There's a few things to where like there's still I'm getting some stuff at Daytona. There's a few other projects I want to get specifically. And if a few other new localities pop up, then, you know, I might jump on them. But I am after Daytona. And once everything goes and I redo my year. room, I'm, no, I don't. This is the we one time. Every year. <laughs> I, I, I say that every year. How I haven't. Years? The past two years I've gone to Daytona saying, yeah, I'm not really going to get anything. No, so past really two years I've been like, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. Snakes. <clears throat> you know, and, but that's, I'm very close to being like, okay, like uh, I'm happy. I'm happy with yeah. where I'm at and I kind of just want to ride it out. You know, like I said, that's not to say I'm never going to get snakes again. You know, but once you I, find a content spot, you're in a good place. That's that's, that's where, where I'm at, and that's where I'm trying with, to get is to be content. Like, you know, yeah, like you are with Condros. Like, you know, you I haven't have sought out have. getting any more, yeah, you know, at all recently. I'm happy but. with what I have, and I can. It's more than enough for me to work with in the next two years. You know, it's like a lot of it too is like from a, a biosecurity standpoint, uh, and I that's what I was getting at. I want to like, be. As I get older and as yeah. I get more wise, I just like going to Daytona. Like this year in particular, it's like you know, there's really only like two things in particular I'm really gonna be on the on the on the lookout for. But even then, if I don't find them, it's gonna be like whatever. Because I also keep in mind with a lot of this stuff, be it you know that email buff mail. Like if I get rid of him, there's nothing saying that in two years when I'm, I have some more space freed up or something, I'm like you know I really like buff. I want to bring that back. It's not the last ammo buff that ever exists. Yeah. Like none of this right. stuff is so rare that you're never going to find it again. You know, so it's my like, locality yellows are. <laughs> it's just I I just it's like. Yeah. Quarantine's a pain in the ass, first of all. And yeah. So it's like I, like, I don't thing. know about y'all, but oh, I'm, God, I'm lazy dude. and I like to if I don't have to quarantine stuff. If it means having to like deal with stuff on a different schedule deal with stuff with different tools different setups different it's like to me it's like i'd just rather not since i have quarantine areas and tools now for quarantine i don't mind it as much 
But I'll admit, if I get stuff from Paint Jab, right into the room. If it's straight from his house, I trust him wholeheartedly. If it hasn't killed him yet, it's clean. Like we're yes, set. exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> so anything from him goes right into the room. But if it goes through Daytona, if I don't care if it's from Paint Jab, if he delivers it to me at Daytona, it's going into quarantine because Daytona's yeah. crawling with that shit. Doesn't matter who you get it from. Any show is. Yeah, any show. If you go to a show, even if it's delivered to a show, quarantine. Because that stuff will get on your clothes. That stuff will get on the bins, get into the snakes from there, and it's it's all over. Yep. That I is like quarantine once coming home from a show. And yeah. I got to watch my partner be such a fucking badass. One of the snakes had mites. Mm. Which means I treated everything because yeah. fuck that. In addition to not wanting them on my snakes, they're fucking tiny, gross arachnids that eat people's inside. <laughs> I don't want, I'm not people's insides, but they're fucking gross. And I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. But I got to watch, I'm holding this snake and Anne's got a floss pick with like the pointy end and scrape two mites out from fucking behind one of the snake's eyes. And I'm just like, Oh mm. God. Uh... And just went for it just fucking done walked away like it was nothing and i'm just sitting there amazed and grossed out like that's one of the coolest most disgusting things i've ever seen (laughs) fuck yeah no man mites are i am terrified and aroused at the same time it's an odd yeah scare out (laughs) no i don't i hate mites with every bone in my body i've dealt with them too many times well yeah luckily i figured out a good way to get rid of them pretty quick but that's for quarantine now mm-hmm. i haven't had mites in a very long time in the main collection so that's great i've come so. to find too that as i as i get older and this is with stuff not even necessarily related to snakes but like the anticipation of getting something is more exciting than actually, than actually getting, getting it, it because <laughs> like i'll get it and then it's like the high is kind of like gone I don't know, man. That's kind of like why that's kind of why I kind of settled on like the rat snake thing, man. Cause like that Hernando. So I, I got a Hernando County female and I'm so excited to open her tub every single time. She's still in quarantine. I've had her for a month and a half going on two months, I think. And I'm just so excited to see her every single time I open the tub, you know, like all the snakes. I'm like, what do you look like today? You know, how much have you grown? And I just, I don't know. It's what a nerd. It, it's so exciting to me, man. It doesn't, it doesn't die. At least for me. Well, you know? not, like I said, not necessarily with animals, but just in general, like the excitement of buying something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get it it and you're like, okay, that was it. Yeah. Like, that's what I was buying. It wasn't necessarily a thing. It was the, the, dopamine of buying the thing not necessarily the thing yeah i used to do it chasing rare toys and flipping those you find mm-hmm. one of the things that you've been searching for that you know you can flip for three four times as much and sometimes it's like oh there's two of them no fuck it i found it I mean, somebody <laughs> else gets to find that one like i'll take this yeah. one and go with it and because that the thrill's satiated and then i get yeah. to move on to the next one i try really hard not to do that with the snakes and it does not fucking work it happens every <laughs> goddamn time yeah I'm and not allowed in the show with my kid. She is an awful influence because I look at something like that's really cool. Just like, get buy it. it, buy it, do it. Ten-year-old little girl, like you brought money for snakes. Just get it. <laughs> You're not helping. 
Yeah. No, man, that's that's why I try to spend all my money before Daytona. <laughs> and that way Saves I'm not himself. tempted at the show. Yeah. So that's actually pretty smart. Dude, I have stuff delivered to me almost the last three years. I've had multiple snakes delivered to me. I already have like 10 snakes I'm coming home with that from Daytona. That Jesus. they're not even at the show. I paid for three up front from a vendor. And a buddy is bringing a bunch to me, and I'm bringing some stuff to him, and makes it easier. I don't have to, you know, I can just walk around the show, not really look. Occasionally, something will catch my eye. Like last year, I think I bought, I bought, I did buy three snakes at the show, technically, but I came home with like eight snakes last year. Dude, that the recap show last year deserves a fucking award. That is one of the greatest recordings in history. I don't even remember the recap show last oh year. Oh my god, it's fucking beautiful. Every <laughs> single one of you was just on fire through that whole show. It was great. <laughs> that was funny as shit. I still pull it up at work every once in a while when I'm just doing <laughs> some like mindless thing where I'm just doing like I'm fiddling with tiny parts or fixing a machine or something. I'll throw that thing on and just have to fucking stop because I'm laughing so hard <laughs> that I'm messing up what I'm doing. It's like I time to play with a blowtorch and shit. I have to go back and listen to that because I don't even remember that episode. Dude, straight up, you'll be in tears. That's, There's multiple yeah. points in that one. It's fucking hilarious. That's when, like, Cannon got home and found the Brettles just, like, loose in his house. Oh, jeez. Like, random shit. Casey always has a Daytona story. I think my yeah, favorite my, my favorite, I think I do remember that because Justin talked about how he just, like, woke up screaming in the middle of the night. But, no, it's because fucking Smitty scared him. Yeah, he woke up oh, and I was like, right. Casey, what are you doing? He goes, oh! <laughs> like loud, like he just got shot. Oh, man. That was, I don't know. That shit was hilarious, man. Oh, my God. You gotta keep, you gotta like, we need to put like a bell around his neck or something that whole weekend. <laughs> He'll just disappear. Or do like they do with the tortoises and just tie like a balloon around him so you can see him you at see? all times. Like, <laughs> a, really, like, a really tall one because the show's huge. And then you can just look for the balloon and be like, oh, Casey's over there. Let's go get him. If Rosa, what do you? You can probably do it without him knowing. I'd get him there one of those go. backpacks with the leash on it. Yeah, I was about to say. Christ. Rosa, when you come in Daytona, man, come on. What the I can't on. swing it this year. You can't. I, I was figured trying. not this year. It's just not working out. Um, I'm going to make it happen for next year. That's why you plan next year. You like corns. Yeah. Daytona's the show, man. Dude. I, I did like just corns. find out that Alan at Rock Creek Corns is vending this year. Ooh. So I was like, shit. Yeah. But yeah, I want to come and hang out with you guys and yeah. I want to see the uh, show. I've never been to Florida as far as I know. Um, as far as I know. <laughs> I want to watch everybody get stung by jellyfish and random shit. I want to oh, go dude, get with the sicky bad. You know what the funniest thing about that whole jellyfish thing is like there's an effing pool right there. And people forego the pool to go swim in the Atlantic Ocean. And almost every year, people are like, oh, I get stung by jellyfish. Dude, a bunch of people got stung last every year. Every year. Like, I don't there really. bull like, sharks there, too? Probably. I don't it's know. Florida, man. They got like. Yeah. I don't really go. Like, I always go down on the beach. I don't even go down on the beach. By the time I'm hot. hammered. I just remember walking on the beach drunk as shit. Just walking around with a group of people. I don't even remember who was there, but. Dude, drunken sand walking is one of my least favorite things. I that was pretty that fun shit. at the time. Oh, man. It makes 
like my vision bounces uh, <laughs> does not work yeah i'm not much for the beach i normally go down there and just kind of sit if there's people down there and talk and stuff but i like sitting at the pavilion i haven't even gone to the pool i think last year me and smitty went over there and talked to some people but i don't like sand I, yeah i don't do sand it gets an all yeah, we know anakin we got it last time <laughs> I, I straight don't, i don't like it. <laughs> we went to the beach wearing tennis shoes and stuff it gets in your that's why you don't wear fucking tennis shoes on the beach, Smitty. Take your shoes off. What the hell? No, because then I got to take my socks off and my shoes, and then I got to carry them, and then they still somehow end up with sand in them. And it's just, I just avoid all that, period. We went, I'm still shaking sand out of, we took the kid to the beach a few days ago, and I got some of it, like that really fine, flat sand that it's just on you forever now. Yep, it's like hooker yep. glitter. It never goes away. Yep. And yeah. not hooker, stripper glitter. Same thing. Stripper and, uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I could not. There was no scrubbing. There was no rinsing. There was nothing I could do. No drying it off. It was just on there. It's like a symbiote and freaking Spider Man, dude. Yeah. You're not getting it off you. Once it's there, yeah. it's there. The best sand is in, oh, God, there's a part of Florida. I think it's might be clear water. I don't know. There's a part of Florida where the sand there on the beach is just like flour. It's so soft. And that sounds horrible. That was the best sand, dude. It felt so nice in your toes. Because like here we have like really gritty sand. Like it's it's really it's like gritty. A solid like five fifty yeah. grit. Yeah, and then but right. you go to certain certain parts of Florida, man. It's like a nice two. That sand. That sand is literally like stepping on flour, baby. Like espresso ground. Yeah, it's great. We played volleyball in it. it was, see, I used to play beach volleyball a good bit. And see, that's not fair though. You have an advantage because you get to splay so much that your surface area is different than ours. Like we'll like, sink a little bit. You're just right on top. You're like that's, walking on snow shoes. Like, listen, man, I yeah. put I've put on a lot of weight since last year, so it's 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 I'm a little heavier set now. All right, I may not be, <laughs> and I may not be all size, but. I just realized how stubby your pinky toe is. Stop looking. Yeah, so everybody made fun of me having okay, long toes. No. You should see Skylar's toes. His toes are way longer than mine. Yours Can you like hold like toe it. hands with him? Because find out. Not not all of them. Like interlocked. I can do like a couple yeah. of them. He's not talking not about with yourself, jackass. With Skylar. Oh, with Skylar. Yeah. He's, holding, yeah. he's holding feet. Oh, hands we could right probably now. hold. Me and Skylar oh, could probably God. hold feet. His pinky toe though looks like like someone who got I, bit by I like a Hagen's to, viper. I used to be able to like it looks like someone's finger. I used to be got... able to like poke it out. I can't do it anymore. Dude, that thing's too stubby. That ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I think might as well not even exist. I can still hold a soda can though. It's like a little so. smoke like a little smoky or something. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a pinky. It's a baby's thumb. It's a <laughs> it's a pinky mouse. It's a pinky mouse. Yeah, everybody's making fun of my toes. I don't even have long toes compared to some of these fucks. I watched you hold a Coke can in between your big toe and your index toe. How the okay. fuck? Science cannot explain it. It's one of the... the look, he's about to do it right now. What the fuck? That doesn't count. It's, it's empty, a, it's so empty, you're squeezing it. But I can still, I can still Jesus, hold it. don't. Alright. <laughs> don't make it like, weird. I can... I made it weird. That's way too late. You agree? You pushed the button that let me on. <laughs> you did. Y'all are fucked after that. <laughs> I've been keeping it as normal as possible for like an hour and a half. 
yeah, I've been kind of surprised. I'm like, man, I thought we were gonna get Joe on. He was gonna talk shit to me the whole time. Instead, we just okay. got Rosa. Yeah, well, the, the problem roses. is, I didn't sign I've up got for the this. kid in the other room, and I'm <laughs> my partner is away tonight, so I'm also Papa right now, and so it's kind of <laughs> back and forth. I can't get too weird. Yeah, I was about to say you you kind of you kind of disappointed me, man. You know, you you threw you threw all kind kinds of comments on me when I buzzed all my hair off. Oh, I'm also my... trying not to be mean, but if we want to get into it, like teach oh, me how you it. got onto a league of their own. Like I'm really curious about that. Well, I, I, I missed that. I, didn't, I, I went right over. Is that a TV show? There's I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm guessing There's... it's a TV show, but I have not. Okay, seen. it was a movie with Gina Davis being the hottest woman on the planet in that movie. And Gina then later Davis on, it was a, a real TV man's show. Man. It sounds right. like you just called me hot, so. Um... I mean, you're kind of a twink, dude. I'd go for it if I was into it. But my man, my man. So, <laughs> my partner and my kid were watching. It was like an Amazon, you know, some streaming service series. And there's a woman on the team. And at some point, there was a picture of you. And I sent Smitty the compilation that I did of you <laughs> next to this woman. <laughs> it looked like the same fucking person. And I'm he not. did. I. I wanted to get people to come up to you for autographs at that Daytona, but I couldn't get around to it. The one Damn. you were watching, A League of Their Bone, if you saw him in there. I'd watch that, too. Whoa. I mean, for the <laughs> for the cinematography, at least. Oh, for the cinematography. Sound, the, the, the score? Yeah. It's hard It's hard to burn some money when they don't know what you're talking about. So I just stand there oblivious and laugh. Trying to think, like if all even I can do he, is football even jokes, if he I did know what it was, bit. he still wouldn't. He's 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 uncultured as hell. He never it's, even. I like, spent my time. One movie. I I'd, spent my time outside, not watching TV. It was one movie that I was just Sorry. amazed you hadn't seen it. I can't remember what it's it was. It's been a lot of those, my it's guy. It's been a lot. There's been a lot. Biodome, Airheads. You haven't seen Biodome, dude. Kylie Minogue is in that. Watch the fucking movie. Yes. Kylie Minogue. Ooh, he said, she <laughs> is an Australian pop singer. That's Australian's not the important national part. treasure. That's about to yeah. say, I don't But also Polly Shore and the one of the less Stevie irritating Baldwin. Baldwins. There Stevie. we go. Um and Joey Lord and Adams. Like, See, y'all know movies and TV shows too well, man. Like I don't I didn't watch a bunch of movies. I like horror movies now. Like that's like my thing now is I watch a bunch of horror movies okay. and I watch comedies and that's that's it. It's, it's yeah, okay. I'm basically out of horror movies now because nobody else in my house likes them. <sighs> so it's been a while. Uh, I love horror movies, man. I watch them whenever possible. But now yeah, all the thing I got all told the, you, man, there's a bunch the of good ones on Tubi. Services. Yeah, I need to get Tubi. It's free. I do. I need to download there's decent, that. There's decent ones on TV right now. I watch. I, I've literally watched anything worth watching on Peacock, Netflix, Hulu. Peacock like, really doesn't have a whole lot. No, like, they don't. Peacock's kind of disappointing. Max has, Max has a good... I like Peacock for the TV shows. Max has a lot of good horror movies. They have, Not a lot, but they have all the classics. Like, what I counts just, as a classic? Um, I, I just watched the Insidious series the other day. Yeah, I say classic. It's just an older one. Um, Movies like eight years old. Yeah, not the first. one. I haven't one. seen any of those because I'm pretty They're sure pretty good. That, pretty good. 
but are they ghosty? Because like that shit doesn't work with me. Like Where... all my slashers, monsters, all that shit. The second oh. it's like some little haunted kid, I'm fucked. Yeah, then yeah, I don't really do like that's that's so the, the first one two thing. were really good, and then after that they kind of got a little like rinse and repeat. Oh, dude, the the they're, new they're still decent. The new Evil Dead came out not too long ago. It really wasn't that like scary, but it was very like intense. Like it was very like had you on the edge of your seat and it was kind of disturbing. So, but see, that's I don't really like the whole like demon possession side of horror as much, but I've gotten into it a little bit more. See the trailer for the new Exorcist? No, see, I don't really fuck crap. Dude, no. I, I first that. when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, why?" I watched the trailer. That shit looks legit. Yeah. I I, even know. the first half of the trailer, I was like, "Whack." I haven't seen the. And then they like I cranked it up to the, eleven midway through the trailer, and I was like, "Oh." I haven't okay. seen the original Exorcist movies. I gotta, I have to go back and watch. See, but that's like, I don't. Meh, it's not really. Your meh. mother cooks socks in hell. Yeah, I mean, readjusting your <laughs> Jelsey Barbarian, or something like that. Barbarian? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Have you seen Barbarian? Justin, did you see Barbarian? Conan? No, the movie Barbarian. I haven't even heard of it. Dude. Does he worship That Crow? shit was whack. That shit was whack. Yeah. Who, what's, is it, what who's it based off of? Who is it? I don't know. Oh, it's just a Look movie. Look at this. Jesus the Christ. Conan writers were Late ending. The game. Who is this? Listen, I'm sorry I had to check in from the Barrel Cooperage, all right? <laughs> Wait, is all right, that guys, actually, now We're no, signing right I got to sign out and take care of the kid. All right, man. All right, buddy. Best Thanks of luck, man. man. See you guys next time. I'll be a lot more uh, misbehaved next time. Yeah, okay. I was expecting it. I'm actually very we disappointed. Should do so. a, a oh, I won't disappoint next time. Charity roast of Jake. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Charity roast of Jake. <laughs> all right. I know. Bye, guys. That. See you later, man. Man, how are, am, am I coming through all right? Yeah. My ears hurt. Two hours late. Oh, uh, sorry. I told you. I want to check in real quick before y'all leave. Are y'all doing this live on YouTube right now? No. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> he said, okay, good. <laughs> I'm hot mess right now. Are you coming Goodness. to Daytona Cox? Honestly, I probably won't make it because uh, I'm still first year seniority. Have no uh, have no vacation days really, and the whole getting married kind of messed that all up. Well, yeah, that'll do that. Yeah, that happens. You know, they have to give you vacation days if you tell them you'll quit if they don't. Honestly, my job, I don't, I don't think they will. They we go through uh, qualified people like they're candy. You think they'd call your bluff? He's like, okay, see you later. Okay, oh, they absolutely, absolutely would. <laughs> absolutely. My God, God, goodness. I wish I could make it to Daytona. It's I miss hanging out with you guys. I really do. Yeah, man. It's been so long. I, I want to get you. Yeah. I want to get brats up here. Uh, and help, Justin, if you want to, you're welcome to next year for a uh, uh, Eastern Kentucky trip. Yeah. Yeah, man. I still want to. I definitely still want to make that happen. Do a whole camping trip. Yeah, they've. Uh, where I go camping at, they found out this this year in particular a lot of a lot of timbers, a lot of them, and they usually they'll tell you that's not timber country, but they've found a lot this year. I've seen a lot of uh, stuff on ID Group. Nice. Yeah, we'll definitely, definitely have to make it happen. 
next year i'm trying to trying to do a lot come springtime we'll see we'll see what happens but luckily you're spring on some timbers cox yeah put me on it cox (laughs) thing at a time (laughs) yeah i want to do a lot next year but luckily your spring is a little later yeah make it happen man it just depends uh it can our spring can fall that you know the first weekend of may uh or it can actually sometimes come two three weeks into may yeah so it's gonna be may that's right it's it is what it is but uh i'll let you guys go i know you all want to go to bed no smitty's gotta go to work he's got his real job now I'm the one that's got to be up early, all right? He doesn't have to be to work till nine. I wake up bright and early at quarter to seven. Yeah, bright and early at a quarter See, to seven. Sometimes I wake seven. up at a nice whenever I want to because I work as late as I do. Jeez. Yeah. No. It's awesome, but I hate it at the same time. Cox says, I'll be there when I'm there. They're like, when are you coming in? Am I there yet? No, then I'm not coming in yet. The latest- They're like, you have to be here by at least two o'clock, guy. <laughs> Best I can do is yeah. two fifteen. <laughs> the earliest. Sometimes the, that happens. The latest I can wake up and be on time is like six ten. That's the latest I can wake up. I got to be up at six usually or before. I miss work at six thirty. Miss that, but don't miss that. Uh yeah, I don't. Nine to five is where it's at, dude. Dolly Parton was right. Yeah. Dolly Parton was right. Yeah. Hey Justin, how are those uh those uh Ganyos doing for you? The percentum are doing good. The percentum, yeah. I was reading actually going through uh I've been setting up my office in my slash snake room and I put the magazine uh that my articles in and I forget there's a Ganyo article in it. Oh yeah, the one that and, uh that Rob did. Yeah, I was go- I was flipping through it. I, it was really cool. Really uh got me jazzed for some Ganyosoma. Yeah, I've actually gone back and read that a handful of times myself. Yeah, it's hoping that maybe maybe some new piece of information would magically pop up. <laughs> if we keep opening it and reading it, even though I could just message Rob if I had any questions and been like, "Hey, yeah," instead, I'm like, let me open it for a. Do you have the connection too. to the buddy bear? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, man, I forgot. Just like going back through those old articles, there's some like pieces of knowledge. I'm like, it's gonna be like Vivarium mags and stuff. Maybe. We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. I mean, as long as it, the information was like out there that existed, I mean, it's still I mean, there was some gold in there, especially the Ethereus uh, article. Yeah. Was that, was yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. That was a great, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome article. One of my that's honestly one of my favorites. It was a good it's good time. Yes, sir. Had a good run. <laughs> yeah, you still keep it up in spirit. You're I try. You're, uh, that's your that's your two niches right there, uh Ganya Soma and Atheris. Yeah. I, yes, sir. Well, get me some one day. I can't wait to see some because uh, I feel like you'd have some pretty cool black box. With some little uh, squams or maybe a nishii in it. There you go. I don't know if I'll ever be able to have have nishii or not. It's probably a bit out of my tax bracket. <laughs> That's your embracata. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. 
All right, man. Well, thanks for popping on. I think we're gonna we're gonna sign off for the night. We're glad you got to hop on and disappoint me with you not coming to Daytona this year. So I just wanted to come in and say hi to you. I was I was really afraid y'all were gonna be doing it live. I'm like, if they're doing it live, I'll script up do a fucking hyper pop in and pop out. But uh, <laughs> I just want to say hi to you guys. Is we don't ever get to chat at all. Yeah. But uh, y'all have sure, a kick ass night, man. Yeah, you too, brother. Stay Later, in touch. Buddy. Later, man. Bye. Well, this was episode 197, quickly approaching 200. Yep, we are right there. I heard you say on Snakes and Stogas the other day, like, we might be too At the rate, yeah. Hey. No, we know. have three more episodes. Y'all have like 15. All right. Why you got to do me like that, man? You want to get Snakes and Stogas at 200 first, don't you? No. Liar. Let me get Corn Stars to 200 first. <laughs> yeah. Only 180 episodes to go there. Yeah. We need to get better. We need to get on better track with doing this one and start lining people up earlier. Other than when you do corn stars, obviously, because then I just get kicked to the curb on those weeks. But yeah. you can then you can thank Chris for that. I don't really care. It gives me the week off. But, <sighs> but yes, we 197. Gotta, we gotta figure out what we're going to do for 200. And then, uh, we got to plan our group like pre Daytona show. Yeah, we got. I meant to ask you about that because you brought it up on Snakes and Stogies. I didn't know if we were going to do like one big show Probably or are we going to do just for the sake of, of simplicity. I need to look at the calendar and sort of plan and get with the get with the try to do just and, like me, you, Phil, and Chris do one episode. Probably. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, because. We're both leaving Thursday before Daytona, so yeah. obviously we won't be doing anything that night. And then I doubt we're going to do Snakes and Stogies Monday when we get back. Should so. probably shoot for the Thursday before, because I can't do a Monday. I yeah. have to serve. So. so, wait, would it be next Thursday? Would it? This Thursday. Yeah, a week from today. Today. Would it? I don't know. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I it would be. It would be. I, I know, know we're like two weeks out, so yeah, we gotta figure it out. But we'll it's make it happen. Close. Yep. Regardless, this episode is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Check them out. Use the code THN at checkout. Save yourself a little bit of money. Get yourself something nice. Treat yourself. You won't uh, be disappointed. And then speaking of treats, spicy treats. Steve Snake Shrine's Venom Hot Sauce. Grab you the whole set. SteveSnakeShrine.com. Check it out. FullViceApparel.com. Check it out as well. Use the code THN at checkout for THN listeners. Uh, get 15% off your entire order. Uh, my plan this weekend is to work on getting a handful of decals sort of cranked out and get some inventory behind it and then get some on the website. Uh, I'll probably do a thing, too, where, like, if you order anything over a certain amount, you'll get a, you know, a decal of of some sort. And then I'm even saving some of the ones that might be missing, like tiny pieces that aren't even really all that noticeable, but ones that I don't really want to like sell, just include those in some orders here and there, yeah. maybe periodically. We'll see. I don't know yet, but still uh, learning this damn yeah. cricket and making sure I get it right before we go. But uh, yeah, we'll be back for snakes and stogies on Monday. As far as I know. And we'll see y'all later. See you later. Bye. Bye. As Phil would say. <laughs>